really like the book. Um, so like I, I was just like really worried it was just going to be too like far away mm -hmm. from that. And it really wasn't. It like was really well grounded in like yes. bringing that balance mm -hmm. of like joy and, and yeah. like just and suffering triumph. triumph. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. experiencing that emotion through song and not like all of the songs were pretty joyful, but mm -hmm. like, it just brought so much more um, like levity to it, and mm -hmm. it was really good. Some stuff, uh -huh. and then they have just chatting. So yeah. rear hashtag just chatting. What they record the just chatting? It's like I an entire time. I, like, I, like, I think what we chatting. need is we need Whitney to secretly turn on a light, like the on air, <laughs> and that can light up. <laughs> like that's how we that. know. So then I know because like so it's not like an oh, audio cue. Oh, I forgot that I left that candle she'll going. Never tell me when we started. <laughs> yeah. We've started. Oh, See? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you can't sneak attack it. It's not cool. I, I think it's better ready. when it's a sneak attack. No, yeah, it's not fun. no, I kind of agree. But then, like, if you had like a non, we have not, an on -air like light. a visual cue. Yeah, <laughs> I wish you had a remote for it, so she could just be like, hey, that would be awesome if it, it had a, a remote. Oh my god, it is yeah. like a friend got it for me. Oh. My friend Todd. Shout out to Toddles got it for me. But yeah, it would be even cooler if it had a remote because then I could remotely do it just like the uh, like the Mario Cube. I know. That would be nice. So then I would be like, oh, we started. Because <laughs> I'm just like off in La La Land talking. <laughs> And then Which is why I wait. Like, I wait. I purposefully wait like, oh. until you your guard is down, and then I'm like record. Oh <laughs> anyway, he hello everybody. What's up? It's your girl Triple F Queen Bola here. No tagline wit and special, special guest Jane. Yay! <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. 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 <laughs> Everybody looks like we made it. <laughs> Look how far we come, my baby. Of course she didn't know the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> I know. I just I was only going there and I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Why is it's surprise? I bet I'm not joining the singing guys. But just a little <laughs> bit. I'm not vocally um capable of just <laughs> joining okay. in like this. Sometimes Whitney just sings by herself and I'm waiting for her to finish. Still the one it's my see. favorite thing about her. <laughs> <laughs> Our resident jukebox here. Yeah. Yes, but anyway, how are you doing, Jane? So happy to have you on the pod I'm again. Good, I'm excited to be back. Thank Yay! you. Yay! We're excited to have you clap back. Clap it up, clap it up for yeah. Jane. Jane's yeah, one you're... of our favorite guests. Yes. And our, one of our great, oh, great, great friends. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank like you. great return, return, um, recurring guests, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. I've got recurring status. Yes, yes. you're no longer <laughs> special guest star. You're recurring. Yes, <laughs> you moved yes. up. But we love it because you have awesome takes <laughs> and awesome discussion points. And Indeed. I can't get a new to come on the show because she doesn't want to watch. 
I love her, but she would never come on. Because one, she doesn't watch movies. And then two... She definitely... She low-key watches movies. Like, she'll she'll be like, oh, yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, when did you watch this? And she's like, you know, just like randomly in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. She uses my Netflix. So lots she's of times... She's got like weird hours. So. Yes. And then there's stuff that and they're like, continue on. And I was like, when did I watch Miss Chatterley's Lover? Oh, that's a movie. You know? She I think that's key. what's been happening with she my likes, mom's Netflix yeah. account. I'm like, you started watching this? And she was like, no. I'm like, hmm, I wonder who's on you watching on your account. Right, right, right. So um, she she's mine. definitely watching it. It's just she wants to keep it. Like, no she one wants, wants to. Be, that's like one of my anxiety, like, fears <laughs> is being like accosted for someone seeing my watch history and being like I'm judging you for what you've watched because we all have those like guilty watches yeah, I, like you don't say it but you definitely you have watches. it <laughs> I don't like really I said, look at anybody else's like profile, watched. except for my mom's, to see if she's cheating on me by watching ahead. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you have the multiple profiles. So then you don't. Yeah, I don't really care what the other people are watching. You know, that was like <laughs> a genius idea of whoever, like, once streaming like became a thing mm-hmm. of like being like, make profiles. all these different profiles. Oh it is like so helpful. Apple needs yes, to get on that because then my oh, does Apple like, not have profiles? No. That no. upset me so much. I'm currently not. Subscribed to Apple just because Apple's not one of my top ones so it's yeah. one that I exchange out yeah I'm I exchange that Paramount out, yeah. Plus right now mm-hmm. but like why do you guys not have profiles it That's makes so no weird. sense I didn't notice that Apple just, and like, then just I just have to content. memorize where oh, I was yeah. in the show if both of us are watching the because same show because it's attached to your Apple ID yeah. And yeah, so, and, and so it's like it a weird. So well, so yeah, like if you're part of like the Apple, what is it, Apple environment or and whatever? We're not right. We need Android all day. Yeah. Right? So like, it's really handy because your Apple ID is like basically what you use for everything Apple. Mm-hmm. But then, like for something like a streaming platform, like you're not going to share your Apple ID with somebody who you're like, oh, watch this. You can like, you right. know, watch it real quick on mm-hmm. my Apple. Because <laughs> that's your Apple ID that you use for everything. So that's like an actual secure like thing that you don't want to share. Exactly. <laughs> but so, they need to do something. They need to yeah. do something. So, I imagine like people weird. will be like, Apple, like I want to like, you know, watch at somebody else's house. I don't want to have to sign into my Apple ID and have this like weird thing mm. of doing that. Yeah. Like, the other thing did. I didn't like yeah. was that they had some stuff that it's, oh, it's available. You can watch it on here. But then when you try to watch it, they'll be like, learn how to watch this. And then you're not able to see the actual content. <laughs> and I'm like, when, why is it on here? It oh, was well, so that's confusing. kind of like, you know how like you'll. Um, search for a movie on like Google and you'll put Netflix like like um like Ben Hur <laughs> Netflix or what I don't know why that was the first <laughs> thing that came to my mind. But um yeah, and it Netflix will have a page for it, but it was like when it was passed, like it was available in the past. So, like, uh, you can no, still talk about current stuff. Like uh, I case in point, I wanted to show my family Polite Society. Oh. I really wanted to, them to watch it and it was only of it wasn't like out on anything it so was only on apple it? tv and at the time i still had my apple tv account uh-huh. and so i again i don't have apple id i just had it on the tv and i was like oh yeah let's watch it it's there and then we saw it and i was like yeah and then it would say instead of like watch now or whatever, it would just be like learn how to watch i'm like wait it was probably and like you had no to purchase to rent it. it but there was nothing that says buy or rent on there either oh. so i was so confused i was like so amazon how used do to I be like this? that so i think it was like like amazon like you had to purchase it and you couldn't do it on like the tv app yeah. you had to do it on your computer first but it they changed so that weird cuz mm. i was like um, even if computer. i wanted to rent it i was like but there was no button for me to rent either because so it's i was probably like, 
probably it has to be how do I watch this like iTunes I guess it was so confusing yeah, did I Apple did like discontinue iTunes as like, an aside everybody our cur- our today's episode oh, is wow. on the color yeah. purple I know <laughs> sorry guys oh yeah okay. I, I think we did that last time I was like we got pretty far in I'm like you usually remind me about it but that is what today's topic is on yes it's not about Apple but we're in oh, just crap. chatting right now, you guys. Okay. Just chatting. <laughs> anyway, Jane, did you have a good Christmas, New Year, everything? I did. I had, it was low-key. I went to Dallas. Ooh. Shout out to Texas. Not yet. <laughs> um, so that was really fun. So then, like, we did that before Christmas, and we came back. We just kept it chill. So it was really nice. Nice. Yeah. And, and are you, like, now you're in New Year mode? You have yeah, I'm in New Year mo- mode. <laughs> I've got, like, I just started a new job and, like, you oh, know, sorry. new routines. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really liking it. I'm like, oh. This is what living a uh, regular like nine to five is like. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like waking up, up on routine. like a sad schedule. <laughs> like, what is this? And you know, I what like on Saturdays now, I like can't sleep past like eight o'clock. I'm like, oh. I get it now. <laughs> You're tired. Uh, like, I'm like, oh, I can wake up and like be uh, efficient on a Saturday <laughs> and not just be like, you know, a potato. I know, that's good. That's good, though. My family, they don't wake up because they both don't have schedules. My mom, my sister, they just. They're I mean, it's really stuff. nice. They I wake mean, up whenever. Like, they didn't hey, even notice I left the house That's totally today. fine if you don't have that kind of schedule. No, no know, right? problem with that. But, you know. It I is like, nice to have get stuff done on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Whitney? Because I. I was like, you know, I could do stuff in like two hours, and then it's still only ten o'clock. Right? <laughs> yeah. I did that today. Actually, yeah, right. I went and got groceries. I got like an over-the-door hook for my numerous like purses that were just hanging on the back of the door, being like really messy. I felt so accomplished. That's good. Yeah. So, is, are you got? Do you got resolutions for this year or what? I think my resolution is similar to. I don't think we were recording it. But I want to start making some extra money from something on the side. Yes, side hustle life. Yes, yes. let's get it. Yes. Let's get it. Let's get it. I saw yes. a news report this week about a lady who was making cake pops and makes like 20000 She's like, she works in oh financing, but she makes like $20,000 a year extra. Really? All because of these cake pops. And the I news report was the fact that she, totally do that. she right. put a, a YouTube picture, no, uh, Instagram picture out mm. about how much she was getting ready to sell. And then somebody blocked her and was like, you can't sell your stuff because oh, she no. doesn't have a permit or anything. And she yeah. does everything out of her house. Because that's just a side thing. You, yeah, you don't have so like a fur, gonna, food service. She's like, got to get lawyers and stuff now. She's working on the process, but she was selling her stuff mm-hmm. everywhere and doing what she had to do. And some people do that. I remember I bought yeah. a funnel cake from some guy just making them out of his house one time in Richmond. That can be like, a little sketchy. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, if you're doing I mean, it on the regular, go ahead and get your permits and stuff. Yeah. If you're doing yeah. it for friends every now and then or a friend of a friend, I can mm-hmm. see, you know. There, like, she said there was a law where she could do, because she only sold it at farmer's markets. It's market like a certain, a certain amount, thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a certain amount, but mm-hmm. it looked like she was making so many, like 300, yeah. because they always sell out. Mm-hmm. And somebody saw it and like was like, <laughs> denied. And so yeah. she came on and it was a news report because she's like suing them or something or I don't know. But I was just like, what I really got was that, oh, she making 20000 off these pops every year extra? Yeah. On top of her salad? That is side hustle life. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, so, that's yeah. a very time intense side <laughs> Like, being very yeah. a lot of it. Like, she, unless no, she's she really very passionate. Yeah. And, I mean, they are mad cute. I saw the little farm I animals. Love, she got skills. I okay? love. I, well, so have you? Have I made you guys cake pops? I made you did. cake pops. Yeah, I yeah. One. So, like, she I make them. One. And, oh. like, to be honest, like, it's a lot of, like, time and effort. And mm. the cost, like, the to make a profit of that, <laughs> like, 
Because <laughs> it costs so much. Like, I'm sure if you're getting them, like, wholesale, like, the materials and stuff. But, like, it's really fun to make. But it's, like, very time intensive. Right. <laughs> so, like... So I like the idea 20. about that. A side hustle. Like, yeah. that you're like the third person that I <laughs> talked to who said that. That that's their goal for Yeah, this especially year. since I collected my mail. Well, I didn't have any mail. I just had a notice in my P.O. box today. And the P.O., the only thing that was in there was a notice like, we will be increasing prices on January 22nd. I'm like, oh, no. Y'all already went up <laughs> like know. 300% like a year and a half ago. I'm like, I'm going to need to start making some money. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's what I was just saying that with me buying a new car, new phone, new all. I was like, mm, prices are increasing this, this month. So I was like, I need more money. I need more, more allowance. Yeah, you. You. I need more allowance. You. You. From Doug. I need oh, more allowance. You. Like, the, one of their songs oh my gosh, was, that is a Because I do. <laughs> yeah. I need to buy some CDs. I, I need to buy some gun. Gum. Gum. gum or gum? I, I mean, sure it was not gun. Gum. <laughs> gum. Sorry, gum. Given I'm it was Nickelodeon. The house. Right. I think I deserve some, some more allowance. Sorry. Oh, man. You the remember when popping. all you had to worry about <laughs> yeah. is if you had enough money to buy some CDs? Right. Like, oh, yeah. CD <laughs> It's days. like, I have $20. Just, I can buy two CDs. <laughs> <laughs> or just like you wanted to buy snacks at school. Like, yeah. That's all you needed to worry about. Oh, man. Those that were the days. The life. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I remember the cookie days at school. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every yes, single time, yeah, every yeah, time yeah. I ate those cookies, they tore my stomach up. Oh, what kind of cookies were you eating? I don't, I don't know. Maybe they were not quite all the way done, but they tore my stomach up every single time in high school. But you were like, but I was it? like that character in the Eddie Murphy, Dr. Doolittle, who was allergic to shellfish and was like hiding out in the bathroom eating like <laughs> lobster. I'm like, I'm willing to risk it. I'll just go. I'll go through the pain because they were so good. Yeah. Like if I could have my teenager body, I ate a cookie every day for lunch. Like that was my lunch was cookies. And I'm like, how is how that sustainable? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I was so skinny. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the only thing I would want from my twenties because yeah. I don't want anything else about like you know teenager and twenties life, but Metabolism. the body, yeah, body and health from the twenties. Everything I, I, else right now. I think we're aging ourselves, guys. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So everybody, today we're gonna start off with one of the Christmas. Uh, well, the movie came out during Christmas Day, but it's we're just going to talk about it now because we had to push it. Oh, wait, um, wait, we not blurting out? No, 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 I'm just uh, introducing what it was because I don't think I remember you saying what we were doing today. I did because okay, I made a whole thing about it. how... I'm going to say it. You, you, right. You've turned into me now. Now you're Dory. <laughs> okay, so we are doing the color purple, everybody. Damn. The new one, not the old one. <laughs> and so, but before we get into the color purple, y'all, we are going to what? Blurt out. Blurt out. Blurt out. Blurt out. All right. <laughs> this is Blurt Out. It's brought to you by Bola and Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Blurred Out is our, our section of the show where we just kind of talk about other things before we get into the actual main review for the film that we are doing for today. And so, guests always come first. Yeah, yeah. So, Jamie, tell us what things you're blurting out about. I was trying to prep this the other day. <laughs> I was like, I what am I blurting out? out? And then, of course, like, I don't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm trying to think. Um, it could be about anything. It doesn't have to be, like, movies, music, yeah. or it could be experience-related. Something you liked, fun things, something you hated. Book, yeah, something so, podcast-wise, like, other than this Ooh, one, oh, yes. <laughs> um, I'm really into this, uh, like, animal attack one. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's so what? so weird. It's called um, Tooth and Claw. So wow, great name. It, yeah, it's a really good name. Um, but shout out to them, Tooth and Claw. Um, so I was listening to This American Life, which is uh, yeah, shout do. out to that podcast. <laughs> I love that podcast. And so they were like. This American Life does like little segments from other podcasts or different Ooh. stories and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they they were featured on there. And then I started listening to that and I'm like binging. <laughs> <laughs> and they just talk about like attack stories. And I don't know why, but like I really like it because like with true crime, <laughs> I feel a little guilty with true crime, like like ethically, <laughs> you know, because like I really like true crime, but I also feel bad that we're like you know, kind of creating stories out of consuming like people's like trauma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this one is a little bit more like major focused (laughs) and like they're trying to educate you about how to appropriately interact with like wild animals while you're doing like outdoor activities and stuff like that. So it feels a little less. So it's not just (laughs) stories about people being mauled by bears. So it is. So that's like, (laughs) so it is the first section. And then they talk about like the animals, like their habitats, Mm -hmm. like what you should do in a situation where you're like being attacked by the animal how you can avoid being attacked by that animal yeah. and so like it's really cool so like the first it it kind of hits that like gossipy like oh this happened to this person inside <laughs> so the people who got attacked come on the show or no they just tell you it's like news reports and like wow. so the main people like the guy who does it like the main host um he does it with like his brother and like another uh, guy um but like he's an animal biologist so ah. like he's he's got like science backing like he oh, that, that's he, credible I he's like got that. like so, like a master's degree in like grizzly bears or something <laughs> like <laughs> like he, he knows a lot of grizzly bears okay <laughs> yeah like he's legit and so like he'll talk about it in a scientific like like approachable way but like in a very like you know proper <laughs> like we're not just doing the hot gossip about animal attacks it's a little bit like that but it's you know, so tooth and yeah. claw. The podcast. I've been, yeah. So I was like, mm-hmm. it's to totally random. Right, mm. It does make me a little afraid. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I would be like their explicit purpose is to like make people not afraid, <laughs> like their animals, and just to like educate you, gotcha. so that like you know, my natural so we can avoid things fear. like what happened. Yeah. and never have I ever when she saw the coyote. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. Yeah. Why did she go up to that anyway? Yeah, I don't want to get into there your you blur. Go. I don't want to like usurp your time <laughs> because that was a whole thing. I'm like, why would you go up to a coyote anyway? Yeah, <laughs> so I've just been like listening to that randomly, like when I'm doing chores. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Alan listen to Alan's her husband. No, he. he so I thought he would really like it because he's a super like yeah. science person. Mm-hmm. But then he was like, what is this? <laughs> like, because he was hearing like you know, like sometimes they get a little gruesome, and, oh, like wow. hearing about people like you know being mauled to death oh, <laughs> occasionally. That does happen. <laughs> so like he's like, what See, are you listening to, James? Because you like the true crime. See, I'm not yeah. a true crime person. I so don't he's like, hear oh. This this is your dark side. Yeah. yeah. You can enjoy this. Put in your headphones, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think you have to have a certain brain type. Like, I, and it's yeah. always women they say like true crime. But men are always the ones making the true crime like, podcast. But women That's are the ones That's why we're so listens. interested in it. We need it to survive. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really... <laughs> I'm I'm really like picky about the true crime. So um, I guess I'm a true crime snob. So I don't like 
true crime for the just the fact of true crime. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do, but I try not to. Um, I'm really like I really like the intense journalism where they're doing a really good job, like yeah. trying to get the facts. It's not just about like shocking the audience or whatever, mm. like entertaining. Yeah. Like the point of it is to educate and like what are we doing to change like the systems that made this occur or something yeah, like so that. Social justice. Yeah. Social so the social justice side of it is where yeah. I, I like to listen nice. to those that's, that's good because some people <laughs> just want to hear how people die and stuff yeah like, so i was like i can't do that and sleep at night there's already a lot going on in the i mean world that I'm i trying admit to it's a guilty pleasure we we yeah. always when you i go true. on like a girl's <laughs> trip with like lequa friend. and ashley we always it's part of our tradition we watch snapped oh <laughs> i see i used to watch that and then what, i would get snapped? oh it's oh what does it come on? I forget. <laughs> it's Lifetime. It, it's okay. like essential, like Lifetime or We or whatever those women's okay. <laughs> are. Going off context clues, is it when the women snap or yeah. the men snap? Yeah. I think it's anybody it's actually, the, but you know, vast majority. The women, but I think, yeah, it, it can be and either one. It can be somebody. either one, but the vast majority But it's majority usually like couples, like within a marriage or, or like in a relationship or yeah. something like that. Wow. Yeah. Mm, it's a guilty pleasure i remember like because like <laughs> Lika would be like yeah when i would tell kenny about watching this he'd be like should i be concerned right <laughs> yeah so like i have to limit myself so like you know i used to watch that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then i'd be like no like don't be afraid brain, of the world yeah like <laughs> yeah. it can be a little heavy especially yeah. it's not for enough. everyone i don't have cable anyway so i only really watch <laughs> See, it like I on my, the girls trip so like once a year stuff from the actual news things that are really happening because i watched another news, like, one yeah. does. So, yeah, hmm. she doesn't watch news, but I watch yeah. news all the time. Like, so I get all that stuff from the news and I'm like, if I want to enjoy something, please let it be more uplifting or yeah. interesting or something I can escape and then come out of. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, I guess the other thing I've been blurting out about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read this really good book. Ooh. Let me plug in a book. Yay. A podcast um, and a book, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's called uh, The Covenant of Water by Ooh. Abraham Verghese. It is gigantic. It oh. is like super thick. I'm holding up my hand. It's like three inches. <laughs> it's so it's That's bigger than a it's, whopper. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's like really big, and it's like I don't know how many pages because I listen to it on audio. So <laughs> um, at least fourteen or fifteen hours is it or bigger something. Bigger than Obama's book because I still didn't get. Oh that. yeah, I'm probably. like not even a quarter through that. But oh um, it's fiction, um, and it's written by a man who's from the same part of India that I'm from. Oh. Um, so it's really cool, and he's like by profession. He's uh, like he's written other books, um, but he is a doctor. Ah. <laughs> so like he's just trying to do everything. Like, a medical doctor <laughs> like he's a medical oh, doctor okay. and ah. he like teaches medicine. <laughs> like, okay. He's legit mm-hmm. like a very, very smart person. Um, <laughs> but he writes fiction. Um, and so like his his last book was really good. Um, but this one like takes place in the same part of India, like I said. So like it was really cool, like listening to that, like part of history so it took place like tell us what part of india uh kerala mm-hmm. <laughs> so in kerala india and it's like very similar to the community that like my parents grew up in mm. so it was really cool hearing like a fictional story mm-hmm. take place in that context right. and then like i know Bola, like you might understand read, like chimamanda dj yeah. and all this kind of stuff because they talk about Mm-hmm. If, even if it's fictional, even if it's uh, a historical base, it's still like oh, it's historical it's fiction. So it's it's based country. in like some truth, right? Mm-hmm. So like 
Um, and obviously, like, he did a ton of research to, like, research the history of the area and the region and stuff. Mm-hmm. He, he himself is from there, but mm-hmm. um, so a lot of it he's taken from his, like, family is history. Malayalam, like you? Yeah, he, oh. so he speaks Malayalam. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of Malayalam in the book. And I was like, I've never listened to, like, like a literary fiction book with, like, my language in it. So it was mm-hmm. really cool to, like, hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really love that one. Uh, it was so good. <laughs> um, but, like... I, I was just, like, thinking, like, how nice it was to listen to a book from my culture. Because, like, you know, your parents kind of, I, like, well, you understand. You they don't tell you <laughs> That's anything. They kind of expect you to understand their, where they came from by, like, as osmosis. <laughs> like, it's just like, you just know from the blood or and something. You like, it's like, no, you, mom, you Why have to tell me. Fault? I don't know the language. I wasn't born yeah, there. Like, like, you have to, like, tell me and explain it right. and, like, really intentionally teach your kids about culture if you're from, yes. like, another, it's so important. another culture. So, like, um, so that was really cool just, like, hearing about it and like yeah. I learned so much and I was like I was like telling my mom about it and she was like yeah you didn't know this and I was like what <laughs> are you did you tell me right. <laughs> I was like I had no idea for years that there was yeah. a civil war in Nigeria I mean it wasn't the Yorubas but they were involved direct like mm-hmm. it was the Igbo tribe trying to separate but the Yorubas were involved in some way too so that's yeah. why I was like I wanted to go back and try and read half of a yellow sun because I wanted to know more about because my mom just doesn't talk about it. Yeah. She just says like a memory about how she was a little girl and she was there and they were like always at the dump because of the bombings and stuff. But I was just like, but you say nothing else. Like what happened? Yeah. I was like, so I'm so excited that like so there's I, I get you. more it's diversity really nice. and like mm-hmm. our fiction yeah. and it's not just like nonfiction, like historical. Read, like right? yeah. Oh yeah. It's really entertaining. It's long, but it's like an epic about like one family. So yeah. it's really cool. Oh, that would make a good little yeah. series. I love the title. The title is very Coming like. It is a beautiful. Right. Yeah. So it, it is literary fiction. So like, you know, I, it's not like a quick read, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really beautiful. And like the way he describes like the, the setting and everything. It's really yeah, good. I've been so. loving those kind of nice. books now lately. Yeah. It's so awesome yeah it was a nice like every it was long but it was like you know when i was driving home or like whatever mm-hmm. it was just it sounds like a good ride nice. for my, my work traveling yeah you mm-hmm. should read yeah. it <laughs> yeah, look into it cool all right so whitney you want to go next or or what uh sure i can go next let's see what was i blurting out about so this episode i'm blurting out about a few things one i got trapped timu got me oh no finally. you didn't <laughs> they You're finally like a billionaire now they finally oh. got me i was afraid are you sure you i was do that up with me? on like 11 p.m i haven't gotten oh my, my stuff have yet the chinese government contact you no like, but like <laughs> 11 p.m i think it was like a week ago on the weekend and i was looking for something and like a like one of the search results was like a timu thing so i clicked on it and usually i go back when they're like oh download our app i'm like i'm not downloading your app and this time i was like ah, i really want to see this thing so i'll go ahead and download the app so i did and they're like oh if you buy seven things you can get this stuff for like five dollars and i did that's how they get you Mm -hmm. and i was like sweet five (laughs) dollars free shipping cool and then i came back in that was like 11 o'clock i had another order in a little after midnight, I had three orders in within like a two-hour period. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they so. they use that consumer psychology on people. Like they legit, they, they are they are like I don't even know I don't even know the right term. I'm trying to find the best term for it because it's it's almost like a stealthy 
and it's super super invasive yeah, like it's like pervasive the algorithm, that's the yeah. because it's everywhere mm-hmm. and even the last one you're shopping like a billionaire because that's in my head teen I'm shopping like a billionaire yeah. teen and I watch YouTube all the time and you can't skip that I don't have the um I pay for YouTube music but it doesn't translate to YouTube and I'm always watching that, and you hear the Timu commercial all the time. You'd be like, oh, that looks cool. But then I'm like, no, no Timu. You know, but I don't blame you for getting sucked in. It's they like, they wage war against us. <laughs> and they win their campaigns like, yeah. because we succumb. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw a headline. It was like, Timu has discovered that Americans like cheap stuff. Yes, <laughs> yes, like, yes, yes, yes. This yes. isn't like we'll uh, co- rocket we'll science. It. Like, of course we do. We'll buy it, but we'll complain about it. Yeah. But we still buy it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I haven't gotten it, so I haven't had the chance to oh, complain about it. You have to do like <laughs> an unboxing. Yeah, <laughs> I do a video and be like, "This is what I got from Timu. This is how the quality is." Yeah. I probably, I yeah, those. I probably should. I should. I'm looking forward because I was looking hustle. for placements, <laughs> reaction videos, yeah. unboxing videos. You know, yeah. you can that'd be cool. Your that'd nephew be cool. could be your biggest fan. <laughs> Kids love unboxing videos. Right. Just make it colorful. You know, <laughs> I should. that is literally get all they a watch. YouTube plaque after you get a thousand dollars. Yeah. But I'm like, they finally got me because they've been trying for a while. I see Timu everywhere. <laughs> and I'm too. like, no, I've been no. And they finally got me. I have seen it. Oh, no. You're not online. Well, that's because I, I, I have like shopper's intent for a lot of stuff that's that I true. search for. So when I do that, like some of the stuff that will come up, it'll be like a Timu shopping search result page. And I'm like, no, because you're making me download your app. And if you at least let me look at it on your website, I might look at it. But I'm not <laughs> downloading your app. And they yeah. finally got me. I'm mm. really careful about like not downloading an app and mm. just going to the yeah. website version. Mm-hmm. And so much stuff like needs an app nowadays. Everything I does. Because that's the thing. That's the way they get you. Because if they notify you and you get the notifications, yeah. they get you to shop That's why I said they're waging war yeah. against us. <laughs> so. They do. Really. And I try not. Now, I, I at least I glance at their explain? notifications. I haven't bought anything else since then, but I do at least glance because I'm like, oh. well, what did you buy, Whitney? Is, is something private or something? <laughs> what you think I'm buying like vibrators? She got like adorable socks. Like, like you don't want to share it. To you, it's super private. <laughs> you can share. Private? Do they sell like discount vibrators on? Oh my gosh! Don't buy discount vibrators. Discounted vibrators means it's been used already, and you don't want to do that. But I'm just like I'm curious as to what you think is going to be like. Okay, wait. Now, what did you buy? I actually well, I needed placemats because. I wanted some uh, that are yeah, like I, I could either practical. like throw it into the washer machine or something and that was the main yeah. thing I was looking for and then you know with well, the like, five seven things they got me because I'm like I'm not giving up this deal I'm gonna find seven things if it's like five bucks <laughs> oh, wait, so <laughs> you buy the seven things each thing will be five dollars no like the wait, well, I forgot exactly so what cheap, it was but it like is. I guess it's just like any five things Right, yeah, and I'm like, I can find five things because some of them are more expensive than others. But it's like I can find Mm -hmm. (laughs) five things. What was the discount then? Like, why would you need to buy seven things to? So that it would be like the the slash price. Like if they're cheaper, like you get this deal on them if you buy the seven things. So that's what got me there. I was looking for placemats for my for my kitchen table and they got me the there because got them for one dollar not cent colors <laughs> i wanted and not like the material i wanted because i've got some that i got from the dollar tree but the problem is they're like that kind of um 
not knit, but like the kind of woven material. Oh, so it where, goes through. Yeah, yeah where yeah. stuff can go through. Yeah, and depending on how big the the stitching is, like it's hard to clean it with just like I don't know. wiping. You can't wash those, I'm sure. Yeah, it's hard. Take, probably mess them up, or the dye would leach out, or something. Yeah, it just <laughs> it's not one of those things that's like as easily cleaned. If yeah. it was just like the straight up like plastic, cool. Or if it's even cloth, where I can throw it in the washer, cool. Yeah. But like that, it's just like really hard to wipe it down mm-hmm. if stuff gets in those little holes okay. so i wanted new placemat so i got that so she's learning about teeny y'all yeah and, and then i got mat. some uh some label <laughs> some freezer labels because i needed something to make it so that i could get and then i got like a, a pasta strainer that can go on the edge of the pot I got uh, that is cool, right? Right. (laughs) This is some of the stuff on there is just like I just browsed to see stuff that I didn't know existed that seems useful. Then like a little thing that goes on the side of the sink that you can put like your like I don't know cut vegetables that you're gonna throw away. This is how you can tell people's ages when they start (laughs) getting really excited about like like, kitchen appliances. (laughs) I got a second spoon holder. I got a salad, like a travel salad container with the spoon thing. Very nice. I got a insulated bag insulated for like, bag. you know, grocery. I got a little thing oh, for cleaning. I really cleaning. want one of those. See? I need one. I have all of these reusable bags. <laughs> I'm like, I need one that's like a cooler type. Yes, exactly. So I can keep my frozen stuff in right? there. Right? So, yeah. So I got one of those. I got another measuring cup because one of mine, the the print on the side after washing has faded. So I can't <laughs> tell can't where tell. I'm, <laughs> how much oh, it yeah, is. Oh, yeah, you need oh, that. No. <laughs> and then I got like, and this is all in one batch, guys. This is like one order. Sorry. a decent haul. And then I got like these little silicone, like, um, I guess like, Tupperware things for mm. round ones where you can just mm. pull it over there because you know sometimes you lose like the tops to oh, some those lids. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like the ones with the saran that look like a shower cap. They look like it. these. They're, 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 they're like, I don't know. It's hard to see. Yeah, I know what you're talking okay, about. Just, yeah. So it just looked cool. Any and then I, I found like a little engraver pen, random stuff. Ooh. <laughs> uh, a 10-pack of, I don't even know what this is. I also have I some like, like how when mini lights. going through her like actual shopping like on, on, on invoice <laughs> like, i got like some scissors that cut like it's got like mi- like the things oh, so you the can different cut designs kind of food, no kind of well food? not not the designs i mean it's for food but it's for like so you can chop oh it's different shapes oh like different chopping things oh. uh, like not exactly but it's like it's got shapes. like you pick you cut five places on like some i don't know like chives at a time oh so you can cut more quickly and yeah it yeah, makes yeah. More volume of stuff yeah yeah, because oh, instead okay. of it just being like one blade, it's like, like the blades are like blades. this. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, that looks really useful. And then I got like a <laughs> sun catcher thing. Cooking, and like Does some... Whitney be cooking though? <laughs> Whitney be cooking? I might be cooking more if I had some help like this stuff, but obviously I, I, I bought we I like that. Crap. I'm going to cook more so because I have this scissors stuff. thing. That is okay, the psychology I'm... of shopping, guys. See, see, look, look how look how long I've been talking about this. I went deep into the Timu hole, you guys. She went down the rabbit hole, y'all. I did. Okay, let me get to my other two i'll be quick about my other two blurred outs i'm sorry but timu got me y'all they got me good salt burn oh do you like it i watched it with my mom i heard it was really good it's really good it's it's disturbing that's what i heard it is sometimes it can be but it's like but it's like what's her name emerald fennell yeah 
and I didn't realize it was her, but after looking it up on IMDb, I'm like, I can see her style on this. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just really like her work. It's 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 a great movie though. Mm-hmm. A lot of suspense in there. And yeah, it was just it, it is actually it's really great. So what, what is it is on? It? It's on Prime video. Oh, is it? Okay. It is. Is it about class warfare? <laughs> like yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could, I guess you could yeah. kind of say that. Okay. You, I guess you could say that. Because, I mean, because I mean, the premise, I, from what I've seen, I haven't watched the movie, From the premise is like a dude that's not in this social strata, so he goes to hang out at this big manor house mm-hmm. for people, with people who are in the higher you know, echelons of society, mm-hmm. and then just nonsense and <laughs> ensues afterwards. So I'm just like, but what's happening? Right. And the trailers really don't help you to understand. But You're that's like, what, what pulled are they me doing in, in this because, house? was because I didn't exactly know what it was going to be about, but it was intriguing enough for like, me to want to watch it. Happen or something? I just couldn't tell. I was like, why somebody, would I want to yeah, Somebody this? does. That's, it okay, gave so me, it and it's been decades since I've seen this movie, so I would need to rewatch it to see if it's actually similar but as i was watching it it made me think of the talented mr ripley mm. i watch that interesting yeah is, you know Janie? is that the one with brad pitt um it's the one with um matt, matt damon yeah matt yeah, damon yeah, where, where he's a he's dead or he's a ghost or he's not dead that? or a ghost he's I'm like confusing that with me joe black <laughs> I I that. Oh, I forgot about that one. It was like they came out around yeah, the same time. Yeah, Joe Black did have Brad like Pitt. This, a similar, yeah, like, he ends up, like, marketing. taking the place of somebody. Like, he, like, insinuates yeah, himself in someone. Yeah. And it just, I, I got those type of vibes, even though it's been, like, decades since I've seen it. And I would need to rewatch it to see if I'm confused forgot what the actual plot <laughs> of the talented mr ripley is yeah. but i got those vibes watching it but it's a great movie the actors in gary, is it gary cole or barry keegan it's like scottish because he was also yeah, in, in um the island the, and, um, the, the banshees of, of inishirin which I, lo- I adore that film actually that was a great oh, movie on my list to watch you, like you should watch really it good. it is awesome good. i saw that pop so up on your yeah i saw that yes. popped up as it's an i'm like i was like surprised that you guys did that one because i was like i didn't think it would be you know something something about the trailer because like i saw the trailer in theaters and it's not my usual type of movie but something about it just made me be like i really want to see this yeah the Mm -hmm. premise was so catching to me because it was so simple about these simple men in this simple society but it was like these two men are friends and then one decides i don't want to be your friend anymore Mm-hmm. And the other one just doesn't know what to do and he can't deal oh, with it. Oh, that's and so I interesting. Really, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see the dynamics and to see what they were doing in yeah. this. It was so interesting. I enjoyed it. And I think they won a few things, too. Um, I mean, everything everywhere all at once, like, you know, cleaned up at the Oscars. But they also got Mm -hmm. some stuff, too. They got some stuff, yeah. yeah. He he was the sweetest character in that. I felt for him so much. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. But his character was so um, I'll watch it now. You should. I think you'll love it. It's it's a great movie. I got the Bola Whitney stamp of approval. Yeah, Blur Talk. Just watch it and listen to our episode. Yeah. You should. You should. All right. My very last. That's why I'm to say he's nominated this year for what for golden globe for saltburn oh it's like the only nomination yeah for the movie. it's it's deserved it's a great movie the last thing i'm blurting out about is something i haven't watched yet but that i'm just excited is there now <laughs> xena warrior princess is oh on prime God. video oh my gosh are you gonna talk about like xena? the original 
Yeah, they oh got my all the goodness! How I've did been I not hear waiting about this? for it to she be on something where I wouldn't have to watch it with commercials? So I'm just so this excited. This does strike me as like you high Whitney, <laughs> like fandom. Like I, it totally makes sense. Yeah, I didn't even finish Zena because she, I didn't. I don't think I ever Zena. watched the whole thing. Like <laughs> I just I watched either. it when it came on on Saturdays on like the WB. Yes, yeah, I love it. Right <laughs> like, after Hercules, and then Hercules yeah, got canceled, mm, and then Zena was still on, and then they had Young like, Hercules with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> But Wait, it is. I'm Ryan Gosling was younger. You never watched Younger? No. Oh, yeah. Show back in the day. It was a good show. That's I what made it. me fall in love yeah. with him. Like, I didn't even know about the, 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 the Disney club. Like, you know, when you're young and you don't know what a crush is, but like Kevin Sorbo was like, <laughs> yes, you know, Kevin Sorbo was doing years of like, hmm, he he's attractive. Fabio, he the and you're like vibes. seven, so you like have no idea what attractive means. <laughs> you just but like, like the look of him. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like, awesome. he's so shiny and muscular. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we were loving it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not just that, because he was so like kind and he saved like poor women who were yeah. like, you know. That's true. Yeah, he was Hercules. It's so, so you funny because Ryan awesome. Gosling was so skinny and so so why is he young Hercules when he's super but they were supposed to be like teenagers yeah so him and his little Yolis friend who was also fine, I totally so miss cute. that apparently oh my gosh <laughs> I was so into all Ryan Gosling's early work because he's from Canada so he does a bunch of different stuff so I think that one was shot in and New Zealand was doing a lot of shows back in the day that I was watching mm. so much stuff was shot in New Zealand and I was just, just beautiful. watching I would love to go stuff. to New Zealand the tribe Oh my god! Just so many things. Some of the uh, Power Rangers was shot. Yeah, in the, I was watching a, a lot of their country. shows and the Canadian yeah. shows too. I would love to go there. He also did a show called, where they were like they were on like Semester at Sea or something. He did a show where about that too. Mm. Ryan Gosling was a teenager, and okay. I, I, I love that as well. But. Anyway, but anyways, yeah, it's on Prime Video, you guys, and I'm so excited because yes, I do Zena, own every box set of it I... on DVD, but that's a lot of effort to stick a DVD in a DVD player. Why yeah. is it effort now? Because well, you, have, you have to go get the exactly. DVD, you really like, get off the couch, well, and, and then once you're done with the episode, you have to get box. back just up. Switch it. Yeah, it's just, that's just effort now. This is a level so lazy, that we've sunk to. We're my people here. I recognize that, but I'm just not apologizing. I will do it. it to the box sets I already own, but like to purchase another box set. <laughs> See, no, I, I won't even do it for the yeah, ones I own. That's the thing. She owned them Although, for years. The only decades. the only one I would own own would be like The Office because I'm like I want to watch that on repeat <laughs> for the, the rest time. of my life. It plays everywhere though. You can find it anywhere now. Like The Office is so popular. Kind of, but now like Peacock has the rights to it, so like oh, I don't want to be controlled Peacock? by these subscriptions. <laughs> I'm sorry for that show. So I'm mm. like um, no. I, I got just, you. I need I to own you. that one. Because that's so. what they're saying now about like streaming in general. They're like, the only way to protect yourself is to buy the physical the media. Thing. Maybe yeah. they'll so come you can back. Watch it because they'll be going, they'll it'll be tossing be like, it back and forth between people. And sometimes like it won't be anywhere. You it'll just have back. to buy it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That was another issue I was having. Well, we've already I've been talking yeah, about this technology. I'm not going to get into <laughs> my issues with the streaming wars that happen. Hmm. All right. So Xena Warrior Princess is now on Amazon Prime. Yes. And that's a good, I'm not going to lie, it's a very good show. It's it actually looks surpassing Hercules. So. I agree. I and feel it like it's very good. it's Superman versus Batman. Like Hercules is Superman, and Xena well. is Batman because she's. I feel like she's a more dynamic character. She's yeah. definitely a more dynamic yeah. character. Yeah. yeah, I loved it completely. She made I me love. I, I have watch not the seen ends. that. That is a throwback. <gasps> I like. Yeah. I think the last time I saw that, I was 
like very young <laughs> is what I will say. I, well, I watched <laughs> it in college with her, so yeah, that's why I remember. Young, so. But it's been a, it's been a good minute since I've seen Zena. It's Again. been a while too. I'm kind of afraid yeah. though, because like you know how you watch something when you're older and you were like a super fan when you were a kid, and then yes. you watch it when I'm you're older and you're like, "Why did I like this? <laughs> I'm gonna get this into that. It's, well, it's I, so I, I last watched it in college, so I can tell you that it still holds up. It's like hilarious. It's okay. really good. I miss the kind of TV. Well, if it's on Prime, I'll definitely check it out. (laughs) You should. You should. Do you have to buy a rent or is it just there? No. That's the only reason I'm mentioning it because I could always (laughs) just buy or rent it. Because you already own the box set. (laughs) Exactly. All right. It's it's part of subscription for as long as, you know, Prime allows you to watch without ads since apparently they're going to change that. Yeah, they're going to start adding ads now. I heard about that. They they want to kill us with ads, y'all. I really feel attacked. Like, Everywhere now, ads on everything. Like, I play my solitaire games on a computer, and there's ads on. I'm like, it used to be that you could have your computer, and at least the solitaire Mm -hmm. free sell games would just be there, and you could just play that without having an internet connection. Now, I have to, like, literally, like, I can't even click away and let the ads play. (laughs) I have to, it it will stop the ad and be like, oh, you clicked away from us. Oh, you're back now. You now go watch that. this ad. Whitney, that's watch how this ad anime. Oh, wow. It's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, but I just want to play Spider Solitaire. You I, know? I do hate ads. Although I kind of, I understand. But I, I refuse to pay for these free card games. Like, I refuse. Yeah, no. for <gasps> Like, mobile games, like, those are dumb. But, <laughs> like, I kind of. No, this of, is on my computer. Yeah. I, oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Most, la- mm. most laptops are supposed to have so a few games that are free. But the yeah. game set now that comes, because I got my computer last year, and now they don't oh, have that's it. That's so weird. It's not, like, built in, no, like. No, there's no built in Microsoft games. Solitaire, or I don't no. know, whatever it was No Minesweeper? No. Yeah, if you like play what? it, you have to watch the ads. It's oh. just like the phone. It's Great. so Everything is just controlling your attention that's what i'm saying like, and it's like the everything is just the ads how the can we make images? money off of ads you like, know where it's like some swollen foot or something oh come on I, at, that, least toe, at least if you're going to show me an ad give me something that's actually going to be useful I, well actually i do have it's, like foot you issues. can't control the ad either it's so gross well, I so, so for mad. streaming though like i kind of understand so i'm i have like one of those big picture like thought processes where i'm like how like it blows my mind how much content there is and like how on earth are we paying for this like how are people getting paid for it and it's like i don't know how netflix is afloat like i really don't understand the amount of content that they release and i understand they've had to like cut back because they've actually like realized oh we're not making enough that we're spending or whatever Mm. but like it's just like you, you have to pay these actors. You have to create these sets. Like, it's crazy how much money <laughs> goes into, <laughs> like, some random show that no one ever asked for <laughs> most of the time. Like, and, like, it's just, like, crazy. I don't know where don't the money know. is coming from. <laughs> but it's, it's, they have the money. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, no, that I understand. But it's just, right. I don't know. It, uh, it just. Anyway. I'm, I'm going to blur <laughs> yeah. it out now. It's just a bummer. Yeah, you blurred out. Okay. You go, girl. So I have just two blurred out, and I'm very, very proud of them because mm-hmm. they are... Uh, two things I watched recently that were so moving and so good that I'm like, y'all have to go and look at these things. So one, the first thing I watched, and I watched them with my family, my sister and my mom, we watched them together. The first one is Maxine's Baby, which is on Amazon Prime, and it's the Tyler Perry documentary that was actually conducted by his baby mama. Yeah. 
because they I don't think they married, but she's also a director. But she directed mm. the film. Okay. Um, and they're not together anymore. But they have a son together. That's huh. really so interesting. That yeah. is interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, when I say to you that this documentary was so interesting, so like moving, emotional. Um, and everybody knows how much his faith plays into, mm-hmm. uh, but you just see the journey. Also, you, I still, sometimes I knew he had a lot of trauma in his past, but just to learn and see like the real trauma that like, to be honest with you, I don't know. Is really God in Tyler Perry's life that has projected into this place because the way he was abused and stuff and things that happened to him. I'm surprised he didn't like develop DID or something. Oh wow! Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't his father, his father, constantly his beat him, constantly oh, to like no. when he was eight, like slavery time beatings. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. yes, it was very bad, and he would constantly have to hide in a little crawl space under his house oh, to God. escape. His aunt almost killed his father because his back was so like ripped apart. He ran away from the house and went to oh, his aunt's house, God. and his aunt was so mad. And she nearly shot him to death, but her uncle, her husband stopped her. And the guy just continued to call him nonsense. And I'm surprised he had the confidence and courage to become something when yeah. his whole life, his father was telling him mm-hmm. the opposite every day. Yeah. He was, and then the forgiveness that was in it too, like how he came to terms with things. He was still taking care of this man. His, this man was beating his mom, his sisters, everybody. Oh, wow. I just was like, I can't believe he came from this. And that's why he calls it Maxine's baby, because his mom believed in him so much. Yeah. You would think. Was his oh, mom Maxine? Powerful. His mom was there. His mom knew about everything. I mean, who's Maxine, though? Maxine's his mom. That's okay. his mom. That's, that's what I was asking. Because you said Maxine's baby. I'm like, well, who's Maxine? Yeah, Maxine's <laughs> like, his mom. Is Maxine his baby mama? No, 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 okay. no, no. His, right. um, Maxine is his mom. And okay. his mom was also, like, part of the man. But she stayed with the man the whole time, like. I mean, me and my, we had discussions about, like, whether or not we were mad at the mom or anything. Because I'm like, your child is being abused. You're not doing anything about it. Yeah. But you're also being abused, but you're staying in it. When you're like, a victim, They stayed it's together until di- she died. It's a sticky place to be in. The guy, mm-hmm. and my thing is his, yeah. his father's still a real huge asshole. Even to the day, like, they tried to get him to talk. Mm-hmm. Even though he's in this nice gated house with this really big, nice Rolls Royce car. Just to say a few words on this documentary, he was acting a fool and just looking terrible. And I'm like, Tyler forgave you for all this nonsense. Wait, how does he have that much money? Tyler. Tyler, Tyler takes care of him. him. Oh. Yes. Tyler takes care of him despite mm. the abuse, despite the nonsense. And for a twist, he found out later on that that man is not his real father. Oh, so it just, I don't know who his wow. real father is. I literally watched the same thing happen to Kirk Franklin. Mm. Kirk Franklin had like a 30 minute YouTube uh, thing that we watched last year too, last month about how he thought there was a man that was his father. And then turns out at 50 something at his age. Now he found out that man wasn't his father either. So so I was just getting the vibe, but just interesting running trend considering what our main topic is. Yes. (laughs) But it was just his story, his trajectory and what he did and how amazing he was like, all the things he had to um, walk through, undergo, surpass, and fight, and the criticism he got, even from the black community. I, I still remember the times where people were always bashing Medea movies, calling it something, but then we would love them. Like They were so good. I remember mm. when my friend Ashley, would, we would go to her house in high school, she would get new plays, and we would go to her house and watch them. And I loved them. I was yeah. like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I loved them. When they became movies... 
I was here for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the only one of his kind. He has consecutive hits. Nobody can say nothing about his style because even though you don't like his content, people show up and he makes money. Nobody else and none of the big um, directors are like him. particular like genre of and style of storytelling that's different. And that's what Whoopi Goldberg, Oprah was saying that they've ignored that particular subgroup of people for so long. And he's like, oh, we're not paying. He's like, yeah, you've never paid attention. He's like, I know who my audience is. You're not going to tell me about my audience. Mm -hmm. This is what they want to watch. This is who they are. Oh, yeah. You love it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it was amazing to see his journey, see what he's done, seeing the praise, seeing the accolades, seeing his work ethic, because that man works all the time. I just adored it. It was very inspiring to me watching his life story. Just what he does to the economy of... Atlanta. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, 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 yes. And then just like what he's done mm-hmm. for so many people. I mean, he, and for others, yeah. He alone sure. saved mm-hmm. one of the princes of England. I was like, what? Yeah, Harry. Oh, that's why he's the godfather for Lilibeth, the um, Harry and Meghan's second child. Oh my goodness! Because he alone had the money and the, to save them when they got kicked out of the royal family and they lost their oh, security. Wow. They had nowhere okay. to stay. Mm-hmm. Tyler, out of nowhere, just decided to help them. Yeah, and I was just like. He I mean, constantly gives it's back. It's always good to do a favor for a formal royal. <laughs> I'm sure. It was because of Megan, really. Yeah, but it yeah, was just yeah. like, I'm going to help you guys. And he yeah. just, he doesn't know them. Mm-hmm. But he constantly is giving back. Even during mm-hmm. COVID, he talked about how they worked and did things. And I mean, he has the biggest um, studio in the world right now, like mm-hmm. the biggest in Atlanta. And nobody, I mean, just for a black man in America to have that at, uh, on like, some of his studios have been on Confederate landmarks and mm-hmm. like military bases. Yeah, I mean, just see some of the the officials that were appearing in the the documentary talk about how they were so happy to hand over keys to a black man for yeah. the, the, just the history yeah. of the place. Sidney Poitier got a studio after him, mm-hmm. and he was like crying because he remembers when he was the only black person. Yeah. And they had to get special permission just for him to be on the lot yeah. because they didn't allow black people on the mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. And now he has a studio named after him yeah, because of I Tyler. Yeah, I mean, let's go. Like, you, you get these amazing. places and you be able to, like, be in a position where you can give back into yes. this, like, community that was not, like, heard. I mean, it was heard, but, like, you know, you just didn't have someone in a position like that to right. be able to create. And he's the only mm-hmm. one. So the haters can hate all they want. <laughs> I fully support Tyler all the time. I'll watch it, even if it's not great. Like, that homecoming thing he did for COVID, it was like a one-time watch. It was funny at parts. It was silly, but it's like, I feel like people are getting so much into film that films have to be, like, you know, Avengers-level, super, super, like, meaningful. I'm like, Mm -hmm. some things are just films that escape their stories. You watch it and you leave it there. You're, like, having too much expectations. (laughs) Like, you're expecting your movies to be perfect all the time, and I'm like, they're just films. Like, they're not trying to change the world. They are entertainment. We're forgetting that. They don't have to be critically acclaimed things all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I watched the, um, that Homecoming. And it was number one streaming in the year that it came out. Mm-hmm. So he's constantly showing them that not only can he constantly produce, and he does. He's very prolific at writing. But he, I don't know if it's just God's favor on him or whatever it is, but he constantly gets the numbers. Everything he touches turns into a hit. And I'm just like, he gets the numbers. So... I just really liked seeing the story because I didn't know everything. I knew some, but I didn't know everything. And so I highly recommend y'all check it out, especially if you're interested in like filmmaking like me mm-hmm. or historical things or just seeing somebody's life story and like 
learning some lessons from it and being inspired. I, it was just, I was super inspired yeah. by that. I feel like you really like, um, like biographies. I do. I do like stories. a bio. I do yeah. like, but, but his life was so interesting because mm-hmm. the way things happened to him as a child, even Oprah said it, he's like, he should have had DID or something because the abuse was so strong. It was right. terrible. He was also molested. It was just, just some nonsense was going on in his life. For him to pull himself out and become like this really powerful, strong, rich person impacting society and the world and stuff is really awesome because you don't normally see people who start off like that. Their trajectories don't always go that way, you know? Um, so that was one. And then the second one is called Black Cake. Have you guys heard about Black Cake? No. I've heard about it and I've seen a trailer. It looks interesting. This sounds delightful. Black <laughs> Cake is a, it's a book. Um, but it's a series on Hulu right now and it's only eight episodes. Um, I don't know. Right is now, is it limited or is it going to have like a second one? Well, they said they did everything in the books. Okay. Um, in the eight episodes, but if you watch the series, the eighth episode seems like it's on a cliffhanger and you have a few more questions. Hmm. Um, but it's a phenomenal series. Is that series. like purposeful? Like, I don't know. That's what I don't what is know. Is that how the book ends or i don't know because i didn't read the book oh, because the book everyone book. kept telling me black cake was such a good book, good book but then they ended up making a series already so, what's so the i just story? watched the series so the, st- the story is about um immigrant a mixed immigrant she's mm-hmm. half chinese half black caribbean oh that's so in the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. and uh she goes through a lot of issues and troubles and things and in her life and she's you see her trajectory of how she left the island how she uh, had to go and suffer through a lot of things in England. It talks about like the immigrant experience, like what happens to unwed mothers, like the home for unwed mothers, things like basically, basically during that time period in America and the, in the UK, they took these women and were like selling their babies off. Like Mm -hmm. some of these women wanted Mm -hmm. their babies, but they were taking them from them and selling them to families. And the Catholic church Mm -hmm. was doing that everywhere. And I had read a book called the house of Eve, which was, directly about that issue oh, so wow. seeing it in black kick i was like oh i know this already mm-hmm. and i was like i know how this is gonna end you know but that's not the only story it's about how this girl suffered um being a mixed child being an immigrant and like all the things she went through the girl really suffered but it's such a good show because it's like a mystery upon mystery and she like the main premise is that the mom she got she had cancer and she died and she left a bunch of recordings mm-hmm. telling her children about her real life and what actually happened to her and her real name and everything, all this stuff. Cause the name they knew her, wasn't her real name. So they had to, she had these recorded and then the kids are just blown because they're like, what the F was mom doing? You know, (laughs) it's so interesting. It's so good. I thoroughly like, I literally, my family and I binge watched it last night. I didn't sleep till like four in the morning. (laughs) Wow. Y'all, I was surprised I woke up early this morning because (laughs) We could not stop watching. It was so engrossing, so interesting. That's cool. Yeah. And yeah. she was like a swimmer. She was on the path to being like a swimmer, but Sounds stuff like a really happens. interesting story. Yeah, and yeah. I like the like the multi-continental thing, multi-time period. It was like Jamaica in the fifties. You see what's going on there, and then the you know, they're part of the UK. So some of them were able to go to the UK, but it's like stuff was happening there, and then she came back to the US. Stuff was happening with her children as yeah. well. And it's all about like family secrets. Oh, and like okay. the like the gen like how if you're constantly keeping secrets, like you're it's almost inevitable that your children will keep yeah. secrets. So oh, it's like the children had secrets similar to the too. Book I was telling you about yeah, that's cool. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, I'm telling you, watch Black Cake. It was it was um like 
My family's mad at me because they look. They just want more. I'm gonna and I'm go like, home with like a list of things <laughs> to watch. They want now. more, but it's like I can't tell yeah. you. Like just watch it. I really like, want to The girl watch from that. Woman King is in it. Um, oh, this cute little girl is in it. She's half Chinese, half black, and her name is I think May May Lee. Um, but it's it's just really the, all the acting was phenomenal. The storyline is, is the best thing about it. The I way they tell the story too. I think you guys will enjoy it. Yeah. So mm. I highly recommend watching Black Cake. It's only eight episodes. Right now, there's no plans for a season two. I'm satisfied with where it ended, but my mom and my sister were not. They're like, no, we need more. We need to find out about this. And I'm like, we did kind of find out about that and that. And she was like, no. So we got really into it, and we binged the whole series oh, in, nice. the, in the night. It was I really kind good. of, I like limited series for that Me reason. Me too. Because it's like, you know, there's nothing super, like, crazy. Like, you don't have to homework of, like, yes. I need to follow up on this in, like, two years or whatever. <laughs> right, right, like, right. you know. <laughs> and then I like when they give books a mini series because it at least yeah. gives you some more space to work with. As opposed film. to a film, yeah. mm. film is so limiting. So it's so much gets cut, yeah. but you can expand uh, the story in the uh, well, how the book does in some sense. I know it's not going to be exactly, but in some sense, you can expand it more so, and it's more rich and more full yeah. when it's like a limited series, a few episodes, and you can get through it in a night if you try. I got such a huge headache. I normally don't binge because I get headaches. But I didn't care. I just binged. And I was like, this show is too good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Black Cake That doesn't and happen that often, I feel like. I have, it's very rare for me to like really feel like a show is good enough for me to like not sleep. Sleep is very important <laughs> to me. So, yes. yeah. I, but, I could not sleep. I had to keep watching. Yeah. It was so good. And it's done in like a mystery thing because you're just like... This whole time you don't know who killed this person in this in the in the in her in her life story, and so it's like you're you're uncovering as she gives more information and more recordings that the children are listening to. They show it, and then you're like trying to figure out, well, well then who did this? Oh, I think that character did it then, or that character, and you don't know until the end who mm-hmm. really did this thing that did that thing or whatever. But you're also learning more about who that character, the main character, is. It's really cool. So I highly recommend, I think your mom would like it too. Hmm. I remember I was thinking, I was like, Whitney's mom would like this. Is it, so you said suspense? Yes. Yes. Oh, she it's might, historical, she but would. it's suspense. It's fiction though. It is fiction. So it's not like um, anthropological or whatever, but it is like anthropological. Why did I say that? I don't know. But it's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I really care for all of like the historical, either fiction or nonfiction, mm-hmm. like um, either in film or books, like about like other diverse histories because mm-hmm. I feel like we always heard it from this like European oh, or white yeah. pers- exactly. perspective and like there's so much more exactly. that we don't hear about and like it's exactly. starting to become more like widespread and mainstream. The culture of the yeah. island people from the Caribbean going to the to to England and the things they suffered and the things they had to deal with and it's it's so interesting to see that point. I watched another film called Small Island which was like a BBC movie mm-hmm. and it talked about that particular thing about how the how in in the Caribbean they uh, like admonished and loved the queen uh, well not, not admonished but like exalted and loved the queen in England and they were pres- it was presented to them that this place would be a welcoming awesome place that they could go to and then when they get to England oh. they see the the real real deal oh no <laughs> yeah and that's what was presented to them during that yeah. time period and you're just like and they just don't it's almost like i guess because my family's immigrants i always like 
these stories because it's so yeah. difficult and hard and I see my family stories in them. Yeah. Especially if you don't have community, mm-hmm. especially if you're suffering, if you're by yourself, if you have a really big issue keeping you away from your home yeah. that you can't return home, which mm-hmm. is the case for her. I don't want to give too much away, but it's like that's her issue. She had to leave the island. She could uh, not return okay. because of something that happened. And so I remember my mom's story was kind of like that. Like she just needed to get out of Nigeria. She couldn't go back. So she just came over and, mm-hmm. you know. So I really like hearing about those stories. Um, so I recommend the Small Island movie too. <laughs> but watch Black Cake because it's very good and it's multi generational. So the kids' story in their modern times, and you see their issues and stuff too. So it's really cool. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Are we ready for the color purple now? Yeah. yeah. I, know, I was gonna say I have a good segue for that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of right. along the same vein. Yeah, right. like where you can find like joy in these stories. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, so we're doing color purple now. So tell me, guys, what was your first impression? Well, no, let's let's backtrack. Did you want to see, like, if somebody told you, "Oh, they're remaking the color purple," and you didn't watch the trailer, what would your response be? Hell no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh no, I don't want to watch. Why? why are you redoing this? <laughs> no, yeah. Tell me why you wouldn't want to read like Cuz it was pr- I, in my opinion, the color purple purple is like perfect mm. as a movie. Mm. For me, the that original? movie, yeah. Okay. The one with like Whoopi Goldberg mm-hmm. and Oprah Winfrey is like perfect. Mm. And it is such a staple in black culture. Right. Probably one of our most quoted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was married now. <laughs> you told Harpo to beat me. I love Harpo, All but I'll life, kill him dead before I let him beat me. <laughs> All my life I had to fight. Right, exactly. There's yes. so many quotes. That was so delightful, guys. You show is That's beautiful. <laughs> that was the one line that I was is, looking it, for. It's it a cultural staple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why would you do that? Yes. Okay. What is your reason? I, well, so I don't remember the original so, so much. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely remember watching it Mm -hmm. and I was like, wow, it's an actual like film, literary like book that was Mm -hmm. adapted into a film in like this really beautiful way. Uh, But I just remember like dreading hearing like another trauma story. Uh, And I was like, do they really need to redo it? Because like it was done really well the first time. Mm -hmm. And are we like trivializing and making it into this like um i don't know like consumable thing right. versus like it was created really well the first time mm-hmm. and we can still enjoy that right yeah, so yeah. my reasoning kind of more leans so to um to what you're saying because um i just was like i remember the film being so sad and depressing to watch even though you watched it and it was interesting but then I also realized that watching it as a child and not experiencing these things, it was almost like I couldn't really get the gravity of what was really going on. Yeah. You're just watching it because you're watching it. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, I don't know, I guess we were like maybe in middle school or something. I'm not even sure Hmm. when I first watched it because I know it came out in 85. So we were, none of us were born then. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even realize it came out that long ago. I was like, dang, 85 was a long time ago. Yeah, it was definitely like an older movie to me when I watched it. I thought it came out in the 90s. And so, but it was just the, the, I was like, no, this is like a depressing story. Are Mm -hmm. you just going to make it? Like, I was thinking 12 Years of Slave was happening because. Yeah, I, I was kind of dreading it. I was like, I don't again. know if I can watch I another. I can't do slave movies anymore. There are cause... some very depressing times, but I my overall sense of the original one was just, it's triumph. You need to be, right. 
I agree yeah, with you. And I it's think a mix of both for me. For I might have missed that when I watched it originally, mm-hmm. like as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, especially when, when you younger. watch it when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Right. I watched it like on TV and mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't have that access to like ha- the cultural significance mm-hmm. of like that. Like I watched it with my mom and mm-hmm. we thought it was a really good story, but mm-hmm. like we didn't have that like historical understanding necessarily. Right. Um, so yeah, like I, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, like you. Well, one, I'm some. I have like this remake fatigue, reboot fatigue yeah. that I have because mm, I'm just like, true. why can't we just make new things? Why can't we make new things? Mm. But um, like Whitney, I also felt like this was a staple film. I was like, this doesn't need to be redone. Mm. But again, I was aware. I wasn't aware until much later that there was a musical version. Um, and then I didn't even know that some of the people that are in the film version now were in musical versions of it in previous years. I didn't know that part either. Yeah. Like Fantasia actually played Seely in the, um, in the, Broadway? In the Broadway version oh, long wow. ago. Okay. And then the person that plays, uh, Sophia Daniel Brooks, she plays. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of the original cast, I imagine would be, I think it's only those two. Oh, okay. Only those hmm. two. And then other there's so many like them. other like dancers yeah, people, and singers. You know, when yeah. It comes to the shows, people, a lot of people reprise and mm-hmm. replay, mm-hmm. you know, so many people have played like, different Hamilton, you know, versions. So it's like, but they originated it when it started. And then even Jeff, Jennifer Hudson played Suge in, in the Broadway. Um, oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I watched a lot of stuff afterwards about this. So <laughs> I went and watched, listening to them and I wanted to know what was different. Why were, I just wanted to know why it was redone now. Mm. Yeah. Um, but watching the trailer, it looked so like the I don't know if it was the colors or the hues, and I'm very much attracted to colors and hues. But it was mm-hmm. like it was very something. Vibrant. It was yeah. very vibrant. Mm-hmm. Some of the scenes were interesting, and then seeing the like little clips and snips of the dance numbers, I was like, wait a minute. And this then the backing, different. like music mm-hmm. behind it and the vocals, yeah, like the culminating. Vocals were beautiful, yeah. I'm just like, after being irrationally angry. <laughs> Or maybe rationally angry when yeah, I heard I they were justified. And seeing the first YouTube trailer, I'm mm. like, damn, that looks good. Yes. As soon as, <laughs> I, no, as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, this is something I need to watch. Or I like, I wanted to watch this. So, um, like you said, not wanting to be part of the trauma Olympics, but wanting to see what this new reimagining did. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to watch it. I saw the talent in it as well, and mm-hmm. I was like. Oh wow! I haven't seen Fantasia I in a know. minute. I was really when I heard it was, I was Fantasia. Happy. I was like, oh, I I really want to see, see it. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to see her chops because I was like, I haven't seen her. Her voice is beautiful. Her voice is amazing. Mm. And then people don't know how well Taraji can sing. Taraji was chilling. No I knew the she could sing, but in I this one, you no really idea. hear her. Yeah. I just really Blow. love. I mean, Fantasia's fantastic, but something about the vocal quality of Taraji's voice yeah, I I like even nice. even maybe more so mm, okay okay <laughs> <laughs> no I don't blame I'm just yeah. like okay but I, I, can, I love I Fantasia's voice that perspective, but because yeah. her voice is very unique to me it is um, it's she almost like great. she's got the she's this belting quality but it's almost like so contained because how high her voice is mm. and it's kind of like whispery or soft something about her voice gets soft but then she I don't know I love the quality of uh, I have this weird thing where it's vocal quality mm, really attracts me. Yeah. Certain voices, I'm like, oh, God, I need to hear that more. Right. So I, Taraji, like I said, I was very impressed with her. Mm-hmm. But I love Fantasia's voice. I love her voice. I so do. I wanted to hear it. Everybody sang 
Wonderfully. Yeah. Wonderfully. I hadn't heard Daniel Brooks sing either. Was gorgeous. Oh my yes. gosh. Oh yes. my God. When, oh my God. So me and Jane watched it together. Mm-hmm. And that's when I asked her to join us on the pod today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can blur it out together. But um <laughs> on the way because the weird the weird thing was I assumed that when we had picked the showtime that, you know, people are gonna watch other stuff. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to the theater for the time packed. we picked the, the, all the seats were sold out. We yeah. couldn't get no seats. And, and then, honestly, we should have known. <laughs> Wait, like, where'd y'all go? We went to AMC on a on a weekend. Um, oh, the, but you hadn't pre-bought your we tickets. You went. Because oh. yeah. oh. I have issues with AMC. And, and we honestly, we so should have known. Like the community would come out <laughs> yeah. and enjoy. Dr- like it was, yeah. But it, it was weekend, been out so. for like a week already. But and it was also it was, during like it, it came out Christmas Day, so people who were with family and so, stuff yeah. you know yeah. they were gonna it have was to the wait new year's weekend it was like right before it new didn't year's. click in our brains Me too. <laughs> like, everybody's like pretty much off because order coming into town so there's more people around so they need something to do on saturday before yeah. new year's mm-hmm. so, so any, they went to the movie so theater we, we ended up like having to drive to, to the another theater, theater. Uh. and watch like a little <laughs> yeah. bit later showing and like we literally got there just in time for it to get started it was it was literally like starting when we sat <laughs> yeah. down we, were, like, oh, we took me i drove her in my new car so i was like on the way back to her car because i I just said, let's go together. Really, I should just let her drive and we both be over there, but it was fine. Yeah. So driving back, we listened to the soundtrack in the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so immediately because- after the movie, we were like, <laughs> we need to listen to that again. Yes. Like, <laughs> because so in good. the beginning, we were like, okay, some of the song, all right. But it was starting to take... Like it was a mood was in the theater yeah. too, because everyone like people were clapping, like <laughs> you know, were, like, you you saw people moving around. Yeah, like people was, enjoying. Yeah, it. And it was then so one enjoyable. thing you gotta love with people of color is like they just gonna be them no matter what. <laughs> and certain scenes, and you can hear the comments. You know, mm-hmm. some, like I remember telling her like. Okay, so a lot of people had a problem with the Suge and Seely's uh, um, like love interest thing. Yeah, definitely Even heard some of those. Past. Yeah, did you and hear that? Oh. I still have the same problem I was problem like, because I'm like, these, when I went to see it with my mom, it was also sold out. But I had brought, bought our tickets on like a Tuesday before, so oh, pre-bought okay. them. Yeah. But when we got there to like do the pickup, it took a while just to do like the little thing because we oh, went wow. to Cinema Cafe. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people like mm-hmm. doing their ticket pickup and i'm like i hope we don't miss trailers because i love trailers <laughs> but like they had a little sign at the thing where you could actually buy them instead of just picking them up that was like the 130 and the 330 shows are sold out for the right, color purple right, i'm yeah. like but it's awesome to see like just completely mm-hmm. sold out so many i, I have never that. yeah since I going to cinema cafe really i've never that. seen it that packed mm-hmm. ever yeah. i i since woman king was one of the times it was super packed that i enjoyed watching i think it was even um, more packed than that but the, i love that they they so much got into this like i'm not gonna lie like i said we heard some like a whole row of people and below us were like complaining making <laughs> when they had the little kiss scene and everything considering yeah. that you know I mean, the so, older generation yeah, also not, not <laughs> then they had the heckling parts and they, they had the but then i'm telling you towards the like the third half you were just in crime mode. i literally was bawling i, I was think crying the whole like a baby. was just like <laughs> <laughs> as much as they had clutching. comments and they were enjoying everything mm-hmm. but i swear when i went to the bathroom afterwards 
Everyone was talking about the film. Mm-hmm. Enjoy how much they liked it. They were talking about also crying so much. And I was like, my, I swear, the last third, the last third of the movie, I literally was just crying. Like, I was like, I was just trying to wipe my face. But like, I hope yeah, Jimmy I had to do that crying. too. I was yeah, like, yeah, to be shy, but I was crying. I was literally <laughs> I was crying, crying through all the songs, all the scenes. Yeah, I was, was just done. Was and it's so funny because like before y'all got here, I watched um, on Max. There's this um, documentary called Oprah and the Color Purple Journey. Oh mm. wow, it's okay. great. It's about, it's a little under an hour. It's but about it was, the new color purple? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. That's cool. And it was phenomenal, but um, there's this one part, and they, you know, they show different clips and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're showing one of the parts where Fantasia's singing, and I just got the shivers just right. all oh, over yeah. again. Her, vocal, her performance was amazing, and she yes. was like the perfect Seely. Yes. Because she has like that vulnerable, yeah. like, she has that way to like connect. Small, yeah. Make herself small things. Yeah. Like she and she literally does like Mm -hmm. you guys should watch it because one thing she talked about was like um when oprah was talking to um fantasia she was like Whoopi was talking about how she had to bring herself to this part to like embody the character she's like but you didn't have to she was like you actually experienced yeah she i know her like yeah so i was like i had no idea so Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god it's just it's sad Mm-hmm. how many women go through this oh, women go through it for yeah. sure yeah. yeah and i mean even like i was hearkening back to because a lot of the same issues were happening in the black cake film as well mm-hmm. of women suffering at the hands of men society especially women of color mm-hmm. and it's her being mixed it's like she didn't fit in in the chinese she didn't fit in with the black mm-hmm. but it was all these things happening to her and she just didn't you know and then I was just like, you just like, why, why does all these things have to happen to this one, to this black woman or black women in general, or just women in general everywhere. Cause my mom was talking about it after we watched black cake and I was trying to tell her, let's shoot watch a color purple. And I was like, it's the same issues. And she's like, it happens everywhere. And all the women are suffering under this kind of thing. Hmm. She's like, it happens in my country. It happens. I was like, yeah, I know it's still happening now. Um, but what I liked that this film did was that where there was so much heaviness mm-hmm. in the first film, I felt like the songs added some levity mm-hmm. to make this not so much like it didn't just gloss over the pain. Mm-hmm. It was just like, how do you get through this pain? Mm-hmm. Showing how we, especially as black women and, and the black culture, how we get through these kind of trials and tribulations mm-hmm. and continue to live. Cause a lot of people do mm-hmm. singing and enjoying. And I watched some interviews and because, um, Fantasia had said that she had to stop being Seely because it was like her life and Seely's life were like, like parallel. Too similar. And it was like she was wearing the weight of the character and her life weight, and it was too much. Hmm. And that's why she had come out and did an interview saying she would never do the color purple ever again. Hmm. And then they asked her to do it this time, and she said no right away. Oh, wow. But then she, the director, Blitz, his name is Blitz, Bama, hmm. I think Bamalake or Bamaleke, sorry if I got it wrong. But uh, he was in the interview as well. And he's, I think, a West African. He's Ghanaian, I think. Yeah, but that's he right. He said that what he wanted to do was give us a look into her imagination. Hmm. Because first, you just see Celia just dealing, just reacting. Everything's hmm. happening to her. But the songs and everything and the way they had shot it was like you got to give her an imagination so people could see how she was coping. And Fantasia said that's what made her hmm. do it because she said 
in the Broadway version as she's playing, there was nothing like that. It was mm-hmm. just stuff was happening to her and then bam, the end. Mm-hmm. And you didn't see, you just like, she's just a victim really. Mm-hmm. But she said this, you got to see her humanity in full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely like, yeah. because like on stage, it comes across a little differently. Mm-hmm. You have to hit it a little bit harder and quicker. But mm-hmm. like with film, like, you know, you can actually see the expressions yeah. and like mm-hmm. experience like the slow and just bits the, in between and too. like, like yeah. using the song vehicles like you're on the stage you're, you're right you're just seeing the song but like using the song vehicles to show her imagination about how much she want her kids uh-huh. show her imagination of her reading her sister's letters yeah seeing the scenery around just like they it really enhanced Celie's character made her more three-dimensional and yeah. that's why why uh Fantasia decided to do it again mm-hmm. and I thought that was a good addition to make it more palatable for now because you're not glossing over yeah. the harsh issues, but you're also not just saying, Oh, this is happening and this, yeah. just this and this, she's a victim. And you're showing that she's a person triumphing and coping right. with, with life circumstances. Yeah. You know? I think, so that was kind of like why I was apprehensive of watching mm-hmm. it also was not just because like, I didn't want to see another trauma film, but mm-hmm. like also like I was a little skeptical of it being like based off of the musical. Mm-hmm. And like, I hadn't heard too much about the musical. So mm-hmm. like, you know, unfortunately, like, my assumption is that, like, you know, sometimes musicals can, like, bring out really good things about mm-hmm. a story, but also sometimes it can, like, like you were saying, like, make gloss over mm-hmm. and make it too light or, mm-hmm. and then, so, like, this is not based off of the book. This is based off the movie that's based off the book. So, <laughs> and I'm like, how distilled is it going to be? Mm-hmm. And, like, how true is it going to be to, right, like, you're right, the good. fiction? Like, I was a fan of the book first mm. uh, before I am and I've never read yeah. the book and I have not because the movie was there yeah they I mean like I think I saw the book first when I was a kid but then I like read the book in college and like ah, I really liked mm. the book um so like I I was just like really worried it was just gonna be too like far away mm-hmm. from that and it really wasn't it like was really well grounded in mm. like yes. bringing that balance mm-hmm. of like joy and and yeah. like just and suffering and triumph. triumph yeah just mm-hmm. experiencing that emotion through song and not like all of the songs were pretty joyful but mm-hmm. like it just brought so much more um like levity to it and mm-hmm. it was really mm-hmm. good that's yeah what I'm saying. that's why I, mm-hmm. I kind of was able to really i kind of like this version more than the mm-hmm. old one i do yeah. actually i, I well, like this version and i would watch it's a this different version style more so. it's i think different. i would go it's back its and rewatch thing, this which one. is a good reason to the yeah. well to me probably the only reason the only good reason mm-hmm. to make remake or redo something yeah. is to do something different with, with it. it yeah, yeah. right that's a really good point because right. I, I I think that was also the thing. It's like, why do we need to constantly be remaking these mm. things? Like, can we do something original? And that was, I feel like this remake was definitely justified. After watching it, like, I could see, like, the perspective was different, but it was also staying right. really true to the story. Yeah. yeah. I mm. I also love the nod scene to the Africa scene where they did the dancing that and was the Gunnian outfits. That was so and cool. I was just like, yeah, Michael. The colors were just, the cinematography in this was like, it was beautiful. so beautiful. Yeah. It it was beautiful, phenomenal. Yeah. That's um, one comment my mom like, had that about it. Also, the vibrancy of it, yeah, yeah, very yeah, vibrant. Also added some levity too, but it's like you were still seeing the scene. Like, let's be real, the scenes where he was popping her around, and I was thinking to my mom, it was, was like, actually. Did he? I feel like even more so brutal than the eighty-five right. one. I was like, did he hit her I, this much? In I really need to watch the original. Me too. Like, I don't remember, <laughs> but too. I just remember feeling like so, like shocked as a kid. Mm, <laughs> so, like, yeah. I don't know. Um, but like, and I, for some reason, I did not remember there being a redemptive quality to Mister. There the first, I wasn't there, sure if there I was. Mean, yeah, 
in the first one, the he does pay to bring her family mm-hmm. over, okay but that's pretty much what you see. You see them reunite, her family reuniting, and you kind of see him in the distance at the end, mm-hmm. but they don't show... Like yeah. the thing with the pants and all that. They don't mm-hmm. so show any type of reconciliation in the 85 film. It's yeah. in the Broadway because me and my mom actually saw it. Oh, it was you? probably a decade ago oh. or more. I was still in college when I saw it. So the pants. So then how, was... do you, how does the Broadway, I'm sorry. This was better, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because so like, when I saw book? it, it was good. Does she have a pants shop in the book? Honestly, or? I don't remember. Does she have a pants I shop asked, in the 85 I version? I asked Leekwa, because I haven't read the book, and I think that, yeah, Leekwa said that they did have, like, the pants thing, I think, okay. in the book. Yeah, like... Okay, was it in the Broadway as well? I mean, it, it was in the, the It was version. in the Broadway. So I felt like the Broadway added a little bit more to the end of the story. Was it in the 85 version? No. Okay, that's the pants, why I don't remember. And plus, the pants thing, with her opening the pants shop, was also not in... The 85 version, I'm pretty sure. Mm. But this, I felt like they pumped it up more. Like, the Broadway, I remember it being good, but mm. it didn't stick out in my mind seeing mm-hmm. it as much of, as other Broadways I've seen. But seeing this movie, I felt like was even better. It brought even more joy Mm-hmm. and like the colors and everything and yeah. i think the color palette maybe also contributed to it costumes color and everything because like with the red and everything on there i don't i don't remember it that much because it was probably close to a decade ago but it was just like so awesome and joyous and just like triumphant yeah, yeah. That's the i think that was overall like the triumph of yes. her yeah. coming out and mm-hmm. her like really finding herself was really right. good mm-hmm. and really strong, and it's I like feel her like arc was amazing in this. And I felt like you just oh she had a happy ending mm-hmm. in the other one, but it was like oh the rest of her story is terrible. But this one it was like you were seeing the arc in like it just the arc was beautiful. Like it I was, was. More, really following it, and it was in a way that I did not um, like discern when I was a, a young person. Like I didn't actually what shocked me when we first watched it. I was like wait a minute, her dad was raping her in the beginning. Is that what her? I don't know yeah. why the. You didn't totally catch that in the, in the 1985 movie? I don't remember. That was what I was like. Mm-hmm. I wanted to watch the, that one first. Mm-hmm. Just so if there was stuff that was missing. Mm. Or stuff that I didn't see. Because lots of times we would watch stuff and catch it on TV. And you would just watch wherever yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, I don't remember how this movie begins. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't remember. I, I just remember obvious the sisters. the original, right? That that's what was happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure it was, but I just did not. I, recall, I was mm-hmm. like, wow. I didn't know that's how it started. Like, she mm-hmm. was being raped by her supposed father mm-hmm. you know yeah. in and this then, movie it was just like mentioned mm-hmm. and then like just at the beginning like the very beginning so you could have easily like missed it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah okay so i did not know that so watching it and seeing it full and seeing the dad mm-hmm. everything i was like was this in the other one <laughs> i want to come back to what you said about the her me. story arc i felt like in this musical version she had an even better story arc than the 85 and part of i think what contributed to that to that for me is almost like the radical forgiveness Mm. because he decided Mm -hmm. to, he kind of, um, Mr. kind of turned himself around Albert because he actually not just paying for her family to come back to America, but also going to see her at the pants shop and giving her the stuff and essentially like reconciling and her being like, let's just be friends, Mm -hmm. which you know, is a nice thing to say, 
but it's something that you know you know somebody might just say just to say mm-hmm. but that wasn't something she it was just said powerful that it was, was a really powerful moment because that yeah. kind of abuse you you can understand why she was trying to kill him like yeah yeah mm-hmm. You know, and so, and, and no, and no means do women have to be friends with their abusers. No, <laughs> yeah. especially even if they are their husbands or family members, mm. you don't have to stay right. in contact with that person. But it just but made her story that much more great. powerful because she endured so much from him. From him, exactly. And it wasn't just like something she said. She truly forgave him. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it, it, the scene was kind of a similar, no, not with the pants store thing in the 85 version, but, you know. He he saw her. Well, he was in the distance, I think, in the 85 version. But here, when the letter comes in the mail for him, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's no address in there. I'm like, so in the 1920s or 40s, they just didn't need no addresses. They just knew where everybody lived. But then you open it, and it's from her. And I'm like, oh, she probably had somebody hand deliver him. I'm like, what? Like, the fact that she invited him. Yeah. to her celebration like that shows true forgiveness right. like i'm not just right. saying i forgive you i am going to invite you to actually be friends mm-hmm. let's yeah. let's establish a healthy relationship of mm-hmm. friendship mm-hmm. and she didn't have no kids for him right no her kids no. were still just her yeah. two kids mm-hmm. oh wow it's amazing so that to me was just made it like that much better because mm. it's like that was such an amazing story arc like the strength that it would take for her to survive, number one, mm-hmm. but to yes. survive and then forgive, right? Yeah, Not what but you then also, oh, Lord. yeah, like also her having the strength to create that boundary. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm not. Like, he was like, you know, trying to reconcile with her, mm-hmm. and it would have been like, you know, this isn't necessarily always true, but mm-hmm. like we see a lot of women who come out of these traumatic situations mm-hmm. where it's so easy to go back to that pattern. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, I don't remember what the number is, but like for a woman to leave an abusive partner or a, a person to leave an abusive partner, mm-hmm. like they can leave like, uh, like I think the average is like, like 50 or like, it's, it's just like some ridiculously high number mm-hmm. because they keep going back. It's really hard to break that pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously like that would be hard to like <laughs> do in a movie, but yeah. like, I think just showing like, she's not going to give in to going back to like the easy route and say like, no, I'm going to say no to you. Mm-hmm. And like, that's really powerful. Like her being able to say like, no, I just want to be friends. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was really nice. I like that insight from you. Yeah. That was great. Like that insight um i i just want to say i loved um daniel brooks's version of sophia because sophia was Perfectly like my cast. chick she was the I best she's, she's like a scene stealer like <laughs> yes for sure yes. the way she just stalks and it was like i hated what happened to her because it was like again you see women that are of considerable strength mm-hmm. and power and have that kind of essence where I don't care who you are, you're not going to push me down. Mm-hmm. Then it was almost like the world has to subdue her. Mm-hmm. And that's what ended up happening to her because of racism. And I felt so bad at this strong, beautiful, like I literally felt sad watching her scenes mm-hmm. because I knew that oh, I felt like watching Oprah's version. I was like, yeah, but watching Danielle Brooks version, I was like, no, do not do this to this woman. 
because she's so she was effervescent. So effervescent. She, she's strong. She totally like just encompassed that character. Yeah, like, and then she was strong the with her personality. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was like, I mean, yeah, you're not gonna tell her what to do because you're just not gonna tell her what to do. <laughs> she was, you know, and I love that that way she stalked, walked, and she was just like oh, so happy. Oh, it with was herself. just like the way she like <laughs> moved her arms. She kind of stalked like, while she yeah. walked, and I, I love it. that. And yeah. I love at the oh, end of so Hell No, like that final. That was one of our favorite times. at the end. I was like, oh, that's amazing. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I enjoyed that part. She like, was, that was a good dose song. of like comedic relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Something that everyone talked about. But my favorite scene of hers mm-hmm. in the film. She had many, but my absolute favorite one was when she laughed and then went straight into crying at the dinner table. Oh, yeah, that was that was beautiful. That I was, was like, kudos. Yes, because I could not figure out how she did that. Because at first I was like, oh yeah, she's laughing. Mm-hmm. But then it went straight into the cry and it was just so seamless. It was, was perfect. Like, it, was, yeah. it was so that was like, beautiful. That I like, was the, beautiful I like when they act and it's just the words don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. It was all conveyed in that one part. So, and yeah. I yeah. So I will say like, I feel like that highlights maybe like some small criticism, like, I, like mm-hmm. for sure. I love this movie, mm-hmm. but I will say like maybe a small criticism there would be like some of those scenes where there was, it was heavy mm-hmm. and, I think like maybe the pacing, the pacing was like, obviously like really fast. We have to get through these story beats Mm -hmm. and, and also add songs and like Mm -hmm. do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you just didn't have some of that time to really like, I feel like that scene was super powerful, Mm -hmm. but it was really short. Like when you think of like how that scene played Mm -hmm. out and like, I would have liked to focus in, but then immediately after that, that's when Celie has her, like her realization. And Mm -hmm. that's also a huge moment. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I think like some of those, always a dinner table scene yeah <laughs> i love a dinner table scene so some of those scenes like that one and then like just like the beginning like obviously like you kind of have to rush through the background to mm-hmm. get into the meat of the story but mm-hmm. so you wanted them to linger a little bit i think a little bit of lingering but mm-hmm. like part of like what makes this movie good is that they don't overdo the lingering so it's like i think they struck a really good balance mm-hmm. but i think like the perfect balance would have just been like <laughs> I just a tiny bit more, but like I I wouldn't say that that's like a sharp criticism at all. Like no, because no, that's good. That's a, that's a I had a what initially was going to be a criticism as I watched the movie because as mm-hmm. I'm watching, I'm like this movie is so great, and then it got to God is trying to tell you something, and I was about ready to lose my shit. <laughs> When it was just like this slow kind of like measured, it wasn't the, because to me, for me in the 85 movie, that was like the climax of the movie. Like Mm -hmm. that is my favorite scene is when Suge like sings her way into the church and reconciles with her father Mm -hmm. singing God is trying to tell you something. It's just Mm so triumphant and like awesome and like i said just one of my favorite scenes so the oh, fact so they didn't like the do way that they did it in this one i didn't like that it wasn't that like high point that like mm. this powerful song cuz it's such a powerful song and the scene is mm. so powerful That's that tyler perry himself mm. yeah. essentially emulated it in um was oh, it uh why movies. was it um i could do that no i why did i get married i think no not why did i get married Probably the first one the, um Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Diary of a Mad Black Woman, where her best friend, like, goes into the church. That's essentially, like, a copy of the scene from A Color Purple when she comes into the church Mm -hmm. singing, um, God is trying to tell you something. Like, you can tell Tyler Perry's a fan. Mm, So the fact that they didn't do it with that type of drama... Uh 
I was not happy <laughs> about that. I was going to dock a point. <laughs> but then I'm watching it, and when the scene ends, I'm like, oh, but it was perfect for the scene, yeah. though. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that it actually fits better it, the way it was intimate and between them. Yeah. And it, for it this movie, it made sense. Mother, so I could, I was like, ah, I can't me. dock that point because for this movie, for this works, scene, yeah. it was perfect. Father daughter moment. Yeah. It definitely worked better that way to me. Um, for this and I actually liked it better because not all the time when these moments are in front of others you know yeah. hmm. especially these t- lots of times when you actually are doing these forgiveness parts or or things you're like it's just you and that person yeah. mm-hmm. and I like that they did that more so it was more, more subdued into, yeah I like it was just her and her dad doing mm-hmm. something they love she's such together. an expressive like yes mm-hmm. everything about her was yeah so like <laughs> for her to like calm. be the opposite where she's singing quietly and Plus, softly give Taraji That's a break she needed a break she was performing like crazy <laughs> let's talk about the jukebox scene push the button I thought Jane was like gonna have oh. an issue because I was like Jane the grinding I was like Jane are you okay like <laughs> she was like getting spicy Spicy, you know what I mean? Yeah, push the button was something. It was a lot. Push the button. I, actually, I, I enjoyed every bit of it, but it was, it they was, were it was. up in the dark. It but was. I was, they were doing things it, back then. I was about to clutch my pearls or something. I, I was like, my, my. Right? I mean, we, like, white people got dirty dancing, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which they got from black people, but whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, you know what I thought was interesting? When they did the lights down, oh, slow down part, it so made dramatic. me think of Michael Jackson's um, Smooth Criminal. Because oh, yeah. you remember in the oh, music yeah. video, yeah. it gets mm-hmm. to the point where they kind of slow it down yeah. and they're just doing dark. and they're yeah exactly yeah, it reminded me of it. that yeah. I, I mean the feel of the movie was definitely like this is a musical mm. versus like a typical like some of that style of musical mm. versus like the kind where it just seamlessly flows mm. like this had very separate like we're doing a song right now mm-hmm. <laughs> like vibe and yeah, like yeah. The, mm-hmm. the song was a totally different like uh vibe than like the scene it was sort of coming from hmm I guess. I mean, like, not completely different, like, not uncomfortably different, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's it's telling a different type of story. Ah, okay. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, to bring up another point, I liked how this film was well-balanced in, like, you know this is about the women, but the male parts were also balanced. That is a great oh, thing to say. I do yeah. feel right. like the men in this musical version were even more dynamic and rounded as characters mm-hmm. than the 85. I like yeah. it because they are, they are like supporting because it really is about the women. But it wasn't so much that, oh, they're just the oppressor. They're just this. Mm-hmm. You see how Hoppo was doing stuff for, for Sophia, even though they had this whole thing where they were like back and forth breaking up. Are they together? Are they not? You know, and then yeah. the whole thing, like bumping up um, Mr.'s role, especially showing the part where he lost his farm and all this stuff. Like, mm. I'm not going to lie to you. I said it in my mind when she said something about everything with her fingers, everything. And I was like, mm, put that curse on it. I know. She was like, <laughs> I, was like, I totally support culture, this. That's a curse she put on yeah. you. You know what I mean? No, I recognize it too in our culture. Like, <laughs> I was like that you was a curse. put it a curse on and you. And seeing him in his, you know, degraded state, uh, uh, even at his son. But even that little moment between him and his son where he was like, you could tell based on his father's mm-hmm. relationship with Mr. and his father, you're just like, mm. 
you can see where the trouble lies. You know what I mean? You but can see where it came from. It was an interesting, it was like a... Uh, like moment with Hoppo, that little part where he was taking him out, but he was like, it was that small, tiny moment of like acknowledgement. Just tiny enough. Yeah. Vicious cycle. That's the word I was looking for. Vicious you know? Cycle. Yeah. A vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, it came from his father, and his father probably got it from his father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is also an insight that's in like the documentary, actually, the yeah, Oprah Winfrey one. Just to go back to it, because just because it's so relevant. Entire Perry's story, we found out his parent, his father, the same thing. The father that raised him, anyway, he was constantly abused when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Like his former, the person that took him, like their person was a slave or something. And then it was like the only thing they he was like found in a ditch when he was young. Him and his sister were found in a ditch, and then they were just given to some people. And then the only thing the woman did to like make them behave and she would like tie them in sacks and hang them up and beat them. Oh my God. He was probably beat up, beat up and traumatized his whole life. Mm. And then also did the same thing to Tyler and his family and his wife. Cause he didn't know any other way. Yeah. But my so, point in that was like, the, you the know what they say. Cycle. Hurt people, it's, hurt people. That's exactly what I was getting yeah, to. Girl. Yeah. Hurt people, <laughs> hurt people. So it was like, that's what the dad was doing. Like, Oh Lord. When she's yeah. in water. I just so they talked it. about that in the documentary. Yeah, they oh, okay. said that specifically. I yeah. think hurt people, hurt. Yeah, but you know you another interesting thing, um, and we should throw this in the show notes. The um, the documentary, documentary on Max. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I really want to watch it now. This was just an amazing thing hearing from Oprah about when she originally was cast in mm. the Color Purple the movie because she said she had never acted before. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was her first, first acting. Yeah, yeah and she felt too. sure that she was not going to get the part, oh. and like. When she got it, she was actually apparently on like a fat farm. She was trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And Steven Spielberg called her. And oh, she's God. in the documentary talking about this. And she's like, uh, she gets a call from Steven Spielberg. And he's like, I hear you're at a fat farm. If you lose a pound, you may lose this part. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> and she was like, so I stopped at a Dairy Queen on the way out just to be sure. <laughs> 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 a funny little tidbit. That's a funny little tidbit, yeah. you know? Yeah, but I, I mean... Back when Oprah was an Oprah. <laughs> like, right? You know? I remember the song. Remember? Oh, Oprah. Her show and everything. Oh, man. But I the love that she was involved. Her and Steven were involved in this again. I like... That's part of what yeah, also made me I feel safer. It. I think that's why. They were yeah. like, Stephen, can you please produce this? <laughs> I'm sure it was kind of like, because people won't come to see this if you, like, yeah. you know, you weren't And it's it also interesting that Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. directed the first one, but they also talked about it in the documentary um, mm-hmm. that Quincy Jones asked him to direct it. And he initially was saying no because he's like, oh, I don't I'm feel comfortable so how doing I? this. And I mean, I think that was story. a criticism of the movie as well. Like, I think yeah. a lot of people criticize like the '85 version for like, okay, who's telling this story? And, right, like, you're painting right. this picture, and that's why like some people did view it as like, uh, like a, a just a, a meditation on like this trauma and stuff mm. like that, and then like also like. Some of the characters were, were very like one dimensional. Mm. So like that's why I appreciated yeah. the person who did it because I don't know if he's an African, like a hyphenated one. Like basically, I don't know if he's a Ghanaian American or he was just born there, raised. I don't know his whole story, mm-hmm. but it was like he's a person that understands both. And I always have this criticism with um especially africans that come over and they look down on uh, black americans or they mm-hmm. just don't understand because yeah. they don't know the history of what happened 
to black people for them to be in this state. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. you have to understand both. And I felt like the director understood both. Mm-hmm. He understood the assignment. He understood both sides of what was going on here to tell the part where they were in Africa and to tell her story. And it was like, you, and to give her that imagination and mm-hmm. a coping thing. And it was like, he understood the fullness. I, I, I hate to say this, but I feel like it was kind of better that a black person did this version and I think he got the vision right for it. Yeah. So that yeah, everything hits. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if... The, I don't know because I don't remember all of the old one of what was left out and what was... I really do need to rewatch it so I could compare. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely feel like you're right. This one is more developed, more... You could tell somebody was thinking about these little things. Like mm-hmm. these things that enhance the film so much. Somebody yeah. was thinking about it. And mm-hmm. that's the vision of the director. Hearing him talking in interviews, I was like, oh my God. He really like knew what he was doing. Yeah. Mm. They even throw around the word that I really love is magical realism. Oh yeah. Which is ah, kind of why he wanted to do the musical mm-hmm. part still. Because he could have chose like we're not doing the music. But he was like, no, we're gonna keep that in there. It's gonna I add to the like magical realism. I feel like it's elevated because of the music. Right. Yeah. For me, I I don't know. I know this is like some people just don't like musicals, period. I know. But I for me, it. I don't know. For sometimes for horror movies, I have like connect with the story more. I guess because of like the triumph and like the yeah. overcoming things. But musicals also for me in particular, I feel like I expe- they touched me further mm-hmm. because oh, yeah, of the music. You get to experience mm-hmm. the music, the emotions. Yeah, the it's heightened yeah. emotional. Yeah. Like the, the music still Yeah, there's a reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> how do you express love? It's so hard to express love and like how Just people fall in love. love. Yeah. Like, yeah. Falling in love part is the hardest it's, to like uh, depict. No, right. So you no, need to do it in a song. Somebody's <laughs> always in the desert in a beautiful sari or they're in the snow yeah. mountains with no snow clothes. And then you get and it. And some field <laughs> meadow. You understand. And then you just get it. They're yeah. in la la Exactly. Infatuation. Yeah. Right? So, like, but that's I love how Hollywood does it. <laughs> yeah. But like the choreo- uh, like the, the choreography, choreography hit me in this movie. Good. I'm like, some oh my steps. God. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a new step. I was like, I was like, yeah, some of those steps, I was like, oh, they were like, the leg. Oh, oh God. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Knock it over my I was getting a little too excited. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll stay still. But I was watching the steps. I was like, yo, some of this is mixed steps from now and then old time. Mm. And then I recognize some of the dance steps. And that's TikTok one thing videos. that the director said in like the, the, the documentary. He's like, I wanted to make the color purple for now. Yeah, yeah. I think he did a good job. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah, and I mean, like me, like I, I was thinking, like, why would they do a musical? And now that I've seen it, I'm like, why they cannot do it <laughs> without it being a musical? Like, right? because it just makes so much sense for the story and like to to really like express like all of that emotion mm-hmm. and then just also be like really relatable to like black culture and like mm. you know. I think I was talking about how Taraj did an interview and like people were like questioning like the tone Mm -hmm. of the movie and she was like you know when black people overcome like these things they do it with joy and Mm -hmm. they go to church and they sing and they dance and like you can't have that it was so full like the film was so full I even was like I was like, I don't remember there being this much church or God references in the first one. Yeah. And I was like, I like this. It was you know? beautiful. I, I love the spirituality it. of it too. Yeah. yeah. Super spiritual. Yes. It was. More so. And I really like mm-hmm. that. Can we get into um, certain characters now? Like, I'm, I might be critiquing. Okay. So <laughs> some characters that I felt like fell short a bit was um, the character Her played. You know the, uh, the singer Squeak? Her? Squeak, is that her name? 
Well, that's not her. Her name is Mary Wait, Agnes, but she goes her? by Squeak. Yeah. That was her. That oh was my her. goodness! The artist name <laughs> I did not even know that. that Speaking of, I did not I know her. that that was Sierra playing like her sister oh at the very God. end. Because yeah, I'm Sierra. like, and I also did. I was like, she looks so familiar, <laughs> and then I saw her in the credits. I was and like, you know what? I told her that was Sierra, and this is like new Sierra was in the film. I was like, okay, so me and my mom both watching. We were like, Sierra was in this movie. We must have missed her. Who was she? Okay, like, so how do we think? Their portrayal, their what, what? What do you think? Because I don't remember. I remember Squeak, but I don't Squeak remember. Squeak didn't much. have a big part in the the eighty five one either. Okay. So I think she had made even sense more of why a part. her part would be small. I yeah, guess. I wanted her to sing more or something. I just, yeah, I just wanted. I was like, Can I also talk about the fact that they had what's her name? Um, who's married to? Uh, well, not. Uh, Who's in the Medea movies a lot in Tyler Perry's oh, Medea? Oh, Tamela Man, yeah. Tamela Man. And she ain't saying no, not a lick. Um, what are you talking about? The first song was sang by Tamela Man. Wait, which which first the song? The very first song of the film. The very first she's right in the middle singing the whole time. Oh, the um the, the spiritual, song. the gospel yeah. song, yeah. The woman, the, the woman that was her. She was singing from the oh, very beginning. Okay, because I mm-hmm. since I it was like the beginning and it was like it was a short like a, song. A so song like it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that okay. was Tamela Man. Okay. Because yeah. at first I thought I'm gonna have to. Well, I'm gonna watch that it again anyway. That was a really anyway good because song because to oh introduce, God. like the movie, this, yeah, to start like, the movie. I know, I'm sure that was the first song. We're I don't here. know if it was similar to the Broadway. That was the first song or not, but that was a gorgeous was song. Saying, yeah. like, this is how we doing it. Yeah, this is how tone. we yeah, do it. Tone, really. yeah, but you didn't know that was Tamla mm-hmm. Man. She sang as soon as the movie opened. It's she not that singing. I didn't know it was Tamla Man. I don't think I. I must not have really caught or been as focused in because we, we also saw it at Cinema Cafe and we were trying to get our food and they were so packed and we were oh. trying to find, figure out how to I, get the waiter. So that's why I kind of can't handle, like, yeah. I understand the convenience of being able to eat, like, mm. at the movie theater and, like, ha- have it come to you. But yeah. I also want to watch I get food. so distracted. True. And it's, like, people talking and, like, you're watching a waiter right in front of you deliver food and you're like, I'm hungry and it's, like, <laughs> I can't. Just like, I just can't. Right. If I that's don't order food, I'm usually fine as long as the guy's like not blocking my view. Yeah, because then I feel bad because it's like, oh, they're in my, like someone else's line. Yeah, so I am lie, sure. But if yeah. I am ordering food, like in this case, like I missed some part, like probably not large swaths. I mean, I'm actually probably going to go see it again today because it's just, it was amazing. Oh, I want to yeah. see it again. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's definitely I, I a rewatchable because I was too busy trying to be like, where's know, the I dude totally get you. to get my food When I took my nieces to order. watch Aquaman 2 <laughs> at um, Cinebistro, mm-hmm. the guy was like being, doing his service correctly, but he was just talking so much to the other people. And I was like, I'm missing something here. But I was just hearing him. Oh, talk that would drive me nuts. And he kept asking everyone if they're <laughs> oh, okay. No. And I'm like, yeah, we're fine. Go away. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah. Any so popcorn. like, obviously Go that's away. not his fault particularly, no, but like, his job, but he was doing just, it well. The too concept well. is like, I can understand, <laughs> but I just can't. So yeah. So certain part, I was like, yeah. Go away. I was like, you don't need to ask us if we're fine. Just I think we need going. to bring back intermissions is what we need. Oh yeah. Cause movies are starting to lengthen. Like we're not at like 90 minute movies anymore. Not really. Sometimes, there are, but bre- and not miss stuff. now they're like two, three hours. I like, sit and I don't get up. I need an intermission, need and watch that's all the you know. Then we can get snacks. We <laughs> right. can spend more money. Right, Jenny. <laughs> like, I was like, I need to watch all the films. I it's don't a win-win situation. <laughs> yeah, but I totally missed the Tamala Man saying because and my mom missed it too. I think we were both trying to like oh, yeah. get her. Yeah, she sang right in the <laughs> yeah. beginning, um, or maybe that was when we were ordering. And I don't then know. She played yeah, the it was pastor's right wife. I think after that, right? Yeah, yeah. Not Shug's mom, but the pastor's wife. Yeah. Um, so what did we think about Sierra's portrayal or at least the work she did? I know it wasn't long. I, it wasn't, yeah. But it was good. 
I mean, she had like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like, it wasn't. It was you very, know what? I was actually surprised. She did a really good her, job. Like she was serious. Yeah. She did and, a good like, job acting. Poised because when it comes to singing, graceful. I mean, I like Sierra, but I, to me, her voice is not the strongest. Really, to I, me, I don't even honest. I guess to to, to your point, so like I don't remember her singing. <laughs> Oh, you don't remember her song? I mean, like, I know she was singing. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I remember Sierra's song. I'm saying in the movie. Ah, okay. okay, Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't pick out the way I can pick out everyone else's. But she didn't have her, like, own song song. Right. It was just, like, the end. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I was, like, interesting choice. And I associate Sierra more so with her dancing than her singing. Yeah. I mean, she's That is true. Because she's a phenomenal dancer when she did, like, what's the song? Like, a man when she did the thing and then she went, like, all the way back. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, wait, don't yeah, you yeah. know the Level Up video? The Level Up. Level I up. haven't seen the video. Level Up. Oh, Just my God. But I do like that song. Good. But, yeah. She's, <laughs> she's, a, no, my thing is, she's a good performer, mm-hmm. and she's a good pop singer, but I was like, for this kind of film, I thought we'd really need like soulful with stronger and, voice. And, yeah. mm-hmm. Just someone with a stronger voice. I even when you sang it, because I was like, her part her wasn't really big that enough where you yeah, needed to really go that hard on the vocal. I still wanted her to sing better. That's the only critique I had. She's like, I need everyone to be at this level. It's not memorable for me, but to me. Even her, her has a phenomenal voice. Yeah, when her finally sang, her vocal tone. Because I'm not as familiar with her as a, I mean, oh, I, I know like that her. she's a singer her and an artist, but I have mm-hmm. not really heard her music. She's very sultry. Like, yeah. yeah, but when I heard her in rock, the movie like singing her she's part, like a, the female she has a really I was just nice like, oh my God, artist. her vocal she quality is just like voice. gorgeous. Yeah. 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 So I liked hearing her in the pants song and seeing her in the pants mm. song. That redeemed it a little bit to me because I was just like, what is she doing in this film? Why give this to her and she ain't doing that much? I was mad. So I was like, I can understand the constraints. Like you can't spend a ton of time and all of these big. like side characters mm-hmm. yeah but like i would have liked to know more about the sister and her yeah. i was telling Bella like after the movie i was like i would totally watch a sequel movie of <laughs> about just the, about the her sister life. and her yeah, life <laughs> like what yeah. was happening with you like having to get kicked <laughs> yes. out by the british yeah like i need a life story of this interesting of yeah interesting. i like that they told us stories of what was really going on i yeah i, I, I like that they kind of separated and took a break in um went into that. It was wonderfully done. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I mean, Halle Bailey, let's just not. Oh my God. She, she was so good. good she job. was only in the movie for like yeah. a set and amount of time. same she did with really that good other good actress who played the young Sealy. Yeah. Because oh, yes. I think this is her only acting credit. This I looked on IMDb because she's like a, exactly I a writer. Her, like her song, her voice, like yeah. kind of like, she was it had a really good impact. Yeah. It's so interesting. They did look like, yeah. That's why they did Sierra too because Sierra kind of looks like Halle Bailey. You could see like oh if someone's a player older yeah the progression in face could go there <laughs> i could see it so yeah. i was like okay but um i i just had those small critiques uh to me can i tell you guys a funny thing about mm. the sierra versus hallie thing <laughs> <laughs> my mom thought that that was hallie oh, <laughs> growing up no. oh she's like she's got the bowl with everything that's hallie i'm like so she grew like you know a foot and everything she, like, she was super tall <laughs> I'm, like, what talking about? I'm like come on mom lost her like young <laughs> face oh my i mean not I that you like, like, like super old like, come but on, like, mom. that was you know. clearly mm-hmm. that was clearly <laughs> another actress <laughs> i was like wow that's hilarious <laughs> but what did your mom think of the film she loved it she oh, loved good. it okay. she loved it yeah, yeah. Any other parts we want to... What do y'all think of the Suge and um, Seely relationship? How it was portrayed here? Let's get into it. They went more so into the relationship. In the and I know that was like something that I heard. I don't know if it was an article or something I was watching, but that I, that Alice Walker was like, you know, 
it was very i haven't read the book so jane would have to speak to that part it was like but it was very like apparent in the book mm. that it, this it's is definitely there in the book like yeah. this isn't something that was like added or anything. yeah it and they kind of just in the book skimmed it more so in the 85 version yeah, yeah. and then that's what that's that's another thing why i was like i think we're mm. definitely in a climate where we can put that in a movie and it's not crazy shocking mm-hmm. yeah um it's still to some older folks yeah some black yeah yeah, yeah. You know, but i will say it bad, wasn't but. It wasn't like overly expl- like it was definitely like you can understand why that took place in Celie's character arc mm-hmm. and everything like that. But and- I want to talk about that because mm-hmm. again, as a child watching this, none of this like I, I I just I don't know if I was just my blinders were on or something where like it literally does pay to watch things as an adult and and change compare it yeah and compare, mm-hmm. because I was like when I watched this I was like. I was just watching the story and I was like, oh yeah, black people doing stuff, you know, but Mm -hmm. I literally was getting into this. It was like, oh, of course. Why wouldn't she? This is the first person that's actually showing her some affection Mm -hmm. in her life after her mom died, her sister left, all this kind of stuff. You need to, people hold on to that stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, like, or at least a person. And it's like, why wouldn't it happen? Mm -hmm. You know, and Suge was such a liberated person, free, doing what you want to do. And, you know, even the fact that I was like, isn't she bothered by the fact that this woman is over there sleeping with her husband? I looked at that. I was like, I would not be cool with that. But then again, she's like, she well, somebody got to do husband. it as long as it's not me. Right. Right. <laughs> so it basically that reminded that me her. of, um, uh, the character in, um, the Bridgerton, the, the Queen Charlotte movie. Uh, she played the younger version of her. Oh, name uh i know who you're talking about uh, yeah i know who mrs you're avery about. is it avery oh um, yeah yeah yeah. um no it's not avery. i know who you're talking about but yes yeah you know how danbury, her young, danbury lady danbury miss danbury, Ms. danbury um the younger lady, version yeah. of her with her husband yeah and how she would like she would give anything to get like rid of him and mm. not have to sleep with him <laughs> and it, it just made me think of that particular mm. part and why she went to this white person and you know like basically the Bridgerton's dad, you know, I, was, I, I just thought about that stuff. And you're just like, now as an adult, you're like, yeah, these things have moral, like they bring up moral conflicts, but then you like, you also understand, you know, a little mm-hmm. differently from when you're a kid watching these things. And so I was like, Oh, this is just apparent here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I liked how they did it, especially the addition of that bathtub dance number. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that was interesting. Song. Yeah. <laughs> that, was like, that was very interesting that they put that in there, mm-hmm. but it was almost like to show what was developing in Celie mm-hmm. about her and yeah. like how she was. Fe- and I was like, I like this, even though it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I liked it. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with it, but I just like how they did that. You know, that wasn't that really interesting scene, together yeah. in the shiny dresses too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That was cool. That part after the end, it was like, it was cut. It was cross cross cut between them sitting in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Cause again, ain't nobody taking her out to do nothing. Mm. Yeah. See, literally Suge was like her date, like for everything. She was dressing her up, mm-hmm. taking her out, doing things for her. Like nobody showed her that kind of attention and, and, and love mm-hmm. and affection and stuff. So I just was like, I was fine I mean, with it. I love how it was portrayed. Her sister was a different story. Well, there was also Sophia, but Sophia wasn't as present. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm and saying. And that it was she more the opposite way. Like it was more the love and affection being sh- being going from Celie to Sophia mm-hmm. in the support part, whereas it was coming from Suge to Celie for like mm-hmm. theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I really enjoyed this film. Is there anything else you want to bring up, Janie? What about you? Um, no. I mean, like I um, I really liked. John, 
John John Baptiste. Baptiste. Yes, his little part like, was funny. I was like, that was great. That I was love him. I just love him. Yeah. Which one is so, John Baptiste? He oh, was Chuck's husband. Oh, my mom was talking about that. See, mm-hmm. I'm not Baptiste. familiar with whatever show he's on, he's so I wasn't Stephen Colbert show. Okay, yeah. so I wasn't yeah. as familiar with him since I didn't watch music, that show. And he got a Grammy. Mm. He won the yeah, Grammy. Yeah, he's just amazing. Amazing musician. Yeah, he's beautiful. But I will say, I mean, I guess going back, like he was a positive like male figure in the movie. Yeah. And I will say like I'm sure that there is some criticism that yes it does paint like men in this really negative light because most of the male characters are like Not really terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but like I will say like it was more like they had more dimension to the male characters mm-hmm. than the My 85 version. Agreed. Yeah. My favorite thing he did, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're My fine. favorite thing he did was at the dinner scene, and he's like, oh, well, it's time to go. You know, we got the pink point in yeah. It's time for us to go. That and I was, was like, funny, yeah. then the girls shut it down, and I was like, damn. But I was with him because when stuff's about to hit the fan, black people leave. Like, we were like, we got, we're not going to go. hit the fan for us. Which it is another the quotable the moment from like the 85 color purple, which is like, fine with me. <laughs> and then they're like, Time to go. Like they shut down scene. all their instruments. Yeah. Like I the band leaves. The but that was one of the best parts that he had to me. And then of course his playing. Like honestly, that time period is so John Baptiste. Anyway, it's like yeah. you feel like he's it from the twenties. Honestly, <laughs> he's like he's, he's like just so an groovy. alien who just came out of yes. like he's sing song. He's yeah. just jazzy. That's mm-hmm. just him. Yeah, and I love that he was in here for this little part and um, nice. what he did. It was really cool. Um, yeah, so are we ready for the rating, y'all? Ooh, I just wanted to make, really quickly. Oh, no, go ahead. The credit scene. Oh, with like oh, the with like the yes. sti- like the sewing Bring that, up. that, that was, beautiful. was that gorgeous. I remember when it came up, I was like, "This is the best credit scene ever!" Right? Can and we I have an Oscar judge for credit scene? Right? Scenes? I, I <laughs> for the beautiful. Yeah, we seen. I, and I not just because it was pretty, but it was meaningful, like yeah. just metaphorically of yeah. like how she created this patchwork of family mm-hmm. and and like you know brought it together. And then like I know Bullock has talked a lot about like different fabrics mm-hmm. and, yeah, and culturally involved. like how representative that yes. is. And yes. It was just like great. That's why I was like <laughs> the director yeah. had to understand both sides, mm-hmm. and to that's why I was really happy that a Ghanaian American or or at least a Ghanaian who understood stuff mm-hmm. was really like at the helm of this because he really got it. Like he got both parts to incorporate some of that. I was just like, this is amazing. And then even the outfits that they had because they had to match the white, but it was like the outfits that they wore, like um, Sierra and everybody wore, mm-hmm. they were like special, uh, um, Adinkra, because those symbols are in there, always mean a certain thing hmm. based off of the tribe and things. I did a lot of research on this in school, but I really love that particular thing about um, Ghanaian culture. Mm-hmm. Um, our fabrics mean stuff and some symbols, but theirs is like particularly uh, particularly uh, unique because they have a ton of them mm-hmm. and the symbols are everywhere all over the place and they all mean something for, for ages mm. as opposed to just pictures and stuff. Um, and we have clothes that mean things, but they're mostly just the clothes. Mm-hmm. But for them, they imprint the symbols into the clothes for a certain meaning of things, for what those symbols mean. And they were wearing them. And I was like, oh my God, they're wearing a dinkra, which you don't really see on the clothes. Like, you don't really see that. You saw mm-hmm. the kente, which is the colorful ones. Mm-hmm. 
and with the squares and stuff and the triangles, but then the Adinkra are so special hmm. and very unique. And I was like, oh my God, I love it. So it's like, if you knew that stuff, you're like, it's the perfect time to wear those things because family wear them together. Hmm. And they were all wearing the same kind because you wear family clothes together. Like how you guys wore the, well, she wore the clothes for the wedding. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. You know, mm. everybody wears the same thing. You can wear your own style, but you wear the same thing mm. to show familiar togetherness and stuff. Mm. And in that moment where she was, they were reuniting with their family. Mm-hmm. I really, that moment was really like, to me, I was like, oh my God, yes, I love it. So when I found out the director was Ghani, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense now. <laughs> Everything <laughs> makes sense. Because I didn't know who directed the film. I didn't know who the director was. But yeah, uh, so much we could talk about. This film was really good. I felt like it did a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. I, I love the new elevation. I love the songs. I played the whole song, the whole soundtrack <laughs> on the way oh, home. Oh, yeah. I played it for Alan. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, I want to actually watch the movie. I know. So. I was hoping Alan came with us just yeah. to see if he would. Yeah. Please, I don't know. I'll try to get a new Oh, no, I'm definitely going <laughs> to show it to Alan. He <laughs> was like, I described it. I think because I was his, he was also ambivalent because he was like, mm. it's based off of a musical based off the book. <laughs> and he read the book, too. Like, we oh, took okay. the same, like, literature class in college. Ah, so okay. he read the book, too, and he, he was a big fan of the book. So, like, he was he was like, I'll let you watch it and you tell me. If <laughs> oh, I know, I know. He's like, I don't want to spend my money. Yeah. <laughs> my mom says she'll wait for it to come stream because she don't like going Well, it was not that. I think he was just like, he didn't want to be disappointed. I got you. <laughs> I, like, I, well, I, I got you. I was down to, like, see. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for the rating. Yes, do it. All right, so Janie is our guest. How many glasses are you giving the color purple? Out of how many? Out of ten. Ten? Oh. Mm -hmm. You can do points. Um, You can do contact lenses. You can do Because, like, I'm always wary of doing, like, a complete ten. But, like, this was very close to Mm. it. Like, I just, I struggle to have, like, even my criticisms aren't really, like, criticisms. (laughs) Right. So like, give it what you want to give it, girl. Give it what you want to give. Like nine. What the spirit nine moves in you a to, monocle? girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, like maybe like nine and like everything but one screw. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just very you close to a ten. That's a yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Oh, there you go. Monocle um, contact lens. Okay, I was gonna do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I give this nine glasses and a monocle. Cause it's like, it's pretty close to perfect, but I was like, it's not all the way 10 to me, mm. but it's so good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I do want to see it again, to be quite honest. I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was even like, can I show my nieces this? No, they're too young. <laughs> so I was like, one of them maybe, but then I, I was think like, nah. it is somewhat accessible. Maybe like some of the scenes you could fast forward, but like, you know, yeah, you can't do that in the theater. So yeah. I will have to wait for them, but at least I love that this is available and I'm like, Oh, when they get older, they need to watch this. Yeah. You know what I mean? This yeah. definitely feels like a movie where you can watch. It's like multi-generational like, mm-hmm. experience. Like, yeah. All right, Whitney. What's your... Right Turn glasses. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> All right, I'm going to leave you to do Like, math. even my thing that I was going to criticize about, which was just the scene with maybe God is trying to tell you something. Like I said, like, it was perfect for this movie and for I that know. scene. So I couldn't even dock anything for that. I was like, this just... It gave me such great yeah. feelings. Mm-hmm. Like I loved it. I can't like I can't. I couldn't take anything really from yeah. it. I, mm-hmm. It was just so joyous like film and triumphant mm-hmm. for me. Right. I right. loved it. Yeah, it was. It's one of those movies that I will think Linger. about in yeah. the future. Yeah. I was thinking about it all day, and that's why I went and watched. Um, I just wanted to know how it was made or mm-hmm. how the, the process involved people involved in the process. 
Because it just lingered with you. It just mm-hmm. made an impression. I like films like that. You know how there's some movies where you watch and you're just like, oh, you that was nice. It. And then Entirely, you leave yeah. it there. Mm-hmm. But I took it with me and not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. I took yeah. it with me and I was like. Especially nowadays, it's so hard to do because there's so much content. Yeah. 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 That's true. To the point where you're like, you're actually confused what to watch. Some yeah. Days. Yeah. There's By so the way, people leaps. That is an average of nine glasses of monocle in a contact lens. It actually came out to a very (laughs) neat number. I thought it was going to be very messy, but (laughs) then we have to get into the screws. Then (laughs) I know. We normally don't. I like so. Like I don't know what I would need for something to be a ten. So like I'm, I'm very like I want to give it a ten, honestly. But I'm just like, but what is a ten? Like you gave Woman King a ten. Yeah, when you feel it in your spirit. Yeah, it doesn't even like I don't have a problem with anything yeah, yeah. i think that's mm-hmm. the closest to a 10 i can give it yeah. but um yeah i i love that movie it was really all good right. all right hey guys that was our review of the color purple the new reprise version for 2023 yeah, um, yeah. we hope you guys go to the theater and watch it you Check should it out it's you definitely should. worth it mm-hmm. uh, worth don't it. listen to the critics always go watch for yourself I mean, sometimes you can let it influence you, but just watch and discern for yourself. Mm. Yeah. And because I always say, yeah, you're saying this, but let me see. I feel like it's kind of flown under the radar, surprisingly. Like you like I've seen some reviews and they mostly have been good. I haven't heard anything negative. Yeah. Like I I haven't heard anything negative, but I feel like that. I feel like it should be talked about more, but Mm -hmm. it's not. But I mean, like, obviously, to be honest with you, it's because it was so talked about in December. Yeah. Like Oprah Mm. went everywhere. Oh, I think. Yeah. Maybe we're like late to the game. Yeah. But yeah, you watch daytime. TV, you'll just see they were. I everywhere. do not watch daytime TV. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. Maybe do. that's why. I don't know. Know. I'm, I'm pretty far removed, and so. plus, I don't I watch, watch like online. anything that's that has like ads. So yeah. that's true. Short of YouTube sur- surfacing something as a sometimes. recommended watch, I'm not seeing ads because I pay not to have ads. And that's the only I, reason why I know because I, I watched the clips on YouTube and they were like all over the place. I was like, damn, they went everywhere doing the promo for this. I'm like, so yeah. You have to go out yeah. and watch it. So I, will I say, highly recommend, guys. Uh, Hollywood, please do not do this for everything. Like, if, yes, if yes. for yes. this movie but don't remake in everything. this context. I mean, they already are, but, like, uh, <laughs> like the fact that I'm very skeptical of, even though I really like this one and I was skeptical first and it changed my mind afterwards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so skeptical of, like, Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm it's going to come out and it's based off it. of the musical. I'm like, why? <laughs> so I'm that, definitely going to see it. I'm not gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it. I'll say the regular music. um, I saw the musical, and the musical was fun and like (laughs) hilarious, but it definitely was not as good as the movie original. (laughs) So, like, it's just like, well, do we need to do it this many times where we're basing movies based on musicals based on movies? But I might have more of an appreciation for it in movie form because, like, that's what happened for me for Hamilton. Yeah, I saw it on stage, Mm -hmm. but because it was so fast, yeah. Like having being able to watch it on Disney Plus with the captions on, I'm like that is genius because I could actually you know yeah read everything. Mm But I agree with you. I just think um, it's because of the whole model. Like they just they just want assured money. Yeah, and I think that's dangerous. Because then you're not taking risks. Like, part of what was so good about Hollywood back in the 2000s and 99 was that 
people took chances and put things out, and then you had to gauge reaction. That's I it. Feel, I feel like nobody's doing that. Now. They just want reaction. That's why there's so many sequels upon sequels upon sequels. Well, they have to strike remakes, a balance because their oh. their point is to make a profit. Yeah, but yeah. You have so to try the and thing make new that allows to them to make the to take the swinging. chance is the stuff. I may be hopeful, but like I feel like we've reached the stage of fatigue of like we have all the streaming, we have they all just the context. Did Percy Jackson. We're Come on. yeah, but Why? like we have like all the superhero stuff, and they're not doing as well. And mm. like obviously they're still making a bunch of money, <laughs> but like I feel like I. Or maybe it's just me. Like, I feel mm. like I'm really not geared towards watching that stuff anymore. Or mm. I am, but I'm very limited. Like, like what I'm being very DC careful world. with what I spend my time watching. Mm. And so, like, I'm more willing to take a little bit more chances on, like, some mm. of these artsy movies mm. and, right. like, original content that's not based yes. off of, like, another movie or something. Yeah. I don't mind if it's based off of a book, but, like, yeah. you know. Oh, that's what I'm saying. There's so much content Just something in books original, that you know? Right. That's oh, something gotcha. new stories. I I'm gotcha. like, just make... Invest in the news stories and do that well. Like, I'm not saying that they shouldn't make money. Like, the whole point, the reason why you're doing it, you're making money business, and putting the story yeah. out there. But at the same time, it's like if you constantly are just banking on the success of something that's already been successful and you're not taking chances on new things that could also be well, successful. Well, I feel like they have to strike a balance. Yeah. As they say in Rent, today for you, tomorrow for me. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> so today for Harry Potter, tomorrow this... for whatever new thing is coming out. Like, why are we remaking yeah. Harry Potter? Why? Are we remaking? They oh. are remaking. Wait, Harry no, Potter. no, we can't get into this. I will. Yeah, right, we'll talk about it later. We'll but the Color show Purple off now. was <laughs> great and it worked. Yes, watch it, everybody. Time. We love it. And this discussion's for another Thank day. You we'll, for thank for you for joining us for this mega episode, everybody. Yes, enjoy it, watch it, listen to it, y'all. And we just hope the whole 2024 just keeps going well for you all. Yeah, you. Stay safe out there. And always, everybody, continue to what, guys? Blurred out. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other blurred and non-blurred family and friends. And if you like this episode, please subscribe to our email newsletter at blurredtalkbw.ck.page and also rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. You can find them on SoundCloud, username Caption spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. Show notes by Ola Hansen, audio engineering by Whitney Booker. And don't forget to get social, you guys. You can email us at blurredtalkbw at gmail.com. And our social media handles on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok is at blurredtalkbw. And our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash at Blur Talk BW. And we've got our individual things going on too. You can find the Triple F Queen on Instagram at Triple F Queen B as in boy. And my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash at Triple F Queen B. And you can find me, Whitney, at Luminavi Studios, my company. And the email address is wit at luminavi.com, spelled W H I T at L U M E N A V I dot C O M. And you can also find me on Twitter at Luminavi Studios.